Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. A fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything.
George Soros, the billionaire progressive activist that funds the Center for American Progress. You really literally can't research or look into any of these things without running into, yes, spooky dude himself. Look, I've tried, I've really tried, but he's always connected to these things. I've been exposing George Soros for years. The insane amount of money he uses to finance far left initiatives we're seeing in every part of our society today. But tonight, I'm here to tell you Spooky Dude has some big competition. And this group is like the Tides Foundation on steroids. It spent $1.2 billion to put Joe Biden in the White House. And it's the money behind every single Democrat desire, pulling the strings tighter than you can imagine. The worst part? This new money mammoth avoids reporting numbers, data, donations. They do it by using methods unethical enough only for our nation's most powerful elite. Tonight, we are exposing Arabella Advisors, explaining how it uses money to control our politicians and introducing you to George Soros's brother from another bank, Hans-Jörg Wies. The fundamental transformation of America is well underway, and wealth is the way they're doing it. Tonight, Exposed, who's really running the Biden administration? I'm really kind of, I bring kind of a heavy heart to today's program because it's not really farewell, George. I know you're still there, and I'll always love you as the most evil man I've ever researched. But there is, yes, another love of my life. There's another spooky dude, and you get to meet him tonight. One of the oldest cliches in American politics is that Republicans are the party of the greedy and the filthy rich. You know, the party of the big fat cats. They'll find their way into power. Uh, get out of my way, son. Democrats, on the other hand, more like more, please. Uh, we're the party of the poor and downtrodden. Uh, we're the humble working man's party. Don't look at him. That's one of the worst kept secrets, uh, I think, in American politics, is that if that were ever really true, it hasn't been the case for a very long time. Whenever the left complains about the evils of dark money, they usually bring up the Koch brothers. My gosh, they're maniacal Scheming Koch brothers. There's two of them, you know, using their wealth to promote Republican, not really, causes. Oh, the horror. Look at him. Tonight, I'm going to show you the power elite Democrats. They built a new system, everybody, and it makes the Koch brothers look like the Koch brothers, you know, in reality. So what do we mean by dark money? Well, dark money is money spent on political causes through nonprofits and other entities that find creative ways to incorporate under the part of the tax code that doesn't make them report where the money came from. <laughs> Let me show you. We're going to spend some time at the chalkboard today. You come along with me. So here's the problem. We have so many donors, so many Democrats that want to give so much money, but they don't want their name because... Let's say, and this would never happen. Let's say you gave to a cause. You know, uh, I don't know, something involving truckers. 
somebody could hack in and dox these people. So you don't want to have your name anywhere. But if you give to a super PAC, you can only give $200 to that super PAC. Sorry, I'm left-handed. It's hard for me. Anyway, uh, $200 to that super PAC. Otherwise, 201, ID, please. And then you can be doxxed. How can I get all this money to the politician and to the cause that I super, super love? Well, that's dark money. And that's what we're going to explore tonight. These nonprofits can spend as much as they want to influence policy often with direct influence on the highest reaches of power in Washington. Let me give you an example of this in action. Did you hear, I know hardly anybody has ever been talking about it. Did you hear there's going to be a vacancy on the U.S. Supreme Court? And one of them just said, you know, I think I'm going to retire. It's weird. And Joe Biden has vowed since 2020 that his pick for the next justice would be a black woman. Oh, thank goodness. I don't, I don't know if that black woman is great at being a justice or just okay at being a justice. As long as she's black, we've got to have that. Now, I wonder where he got that idea. Well, in 2019, a little nonprofit that's barely even worth mentioning, Demand Justice, gave Joe Biden and the other Democrats running for president a short list of acceptable Supreme Court nominees, yeah? So, oh, the whole world's upside down. Why not make the Anyway, uh, Demand Justice. They put a list together, and on that list was a name named uh, Ketanji Brown. I see I'm destroying it. What's her name? Ketanji. And I love Ketanji. We are like this. Brown Jackson. Then, after taking office last year, Biden appointed her the U.S. Court of Appeals for D.C. Now, that's like everybody knows that's a stepping stone to the Supreme Court. And he got his, her name from these guys. They must have been really, really happy, right? So, again, I, you don't even need to mention them. Well, since the news broke out about Justice Stephen Breyer's retirement, the top name that surfaces over and over again in the media is Katanji Brown-Jackson. Now, I am sure Joe Biden is totally making his own decisions when it comes to Supreme Court nominees. So who is Demand Justice? What is their agenda? Well, they were started in 2018 with money from something called the 1630 Fund. All right, the mission of the 1630 Fund was opposing President Trump's judicial nominees. Later that year, Demand Justice, little group, spent $5 million to oppose Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination. They even started a website called Stop Kavanaugh. Yeah, that was these guys. They are also the group that did the Handmaid's Tale stunt to protest Kavanaugh in the halls outside the Senate hearing. Remember that? That was these guys. In 2020, they spent $10 million opposing the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett. Wow, for a little group we've never heard of, they've got a lot of money. They also released grade reports of Senate Democrats rating their job in stopping Trump's judicial nominees. Then, the same guys, demand justice, advertised against Democrats who had the lowest grades. 
In 2019, Demand Justice co-founders Brian Fallon and Chris Kang published their instructions to Democrats about how to handle judicial nominees once Trump was out of office. Demand justice. They're great, and they're very passionate about packing the Supreme Court. You know, last year, these crazy kids, they joined seven other groups to form a coalition in support of court packing called Unrig the Courts. You can't make this up. Also, last year, Demand Justice waged a campaign. This, you're going to find this hard to believe because they're unrelated completely. They launched a campaign to pressure Justice Stephen Breyer to retire. They even drove a mobile billboard around the Supreme Court with this message, quote, Breyer, retire. It's time for a black uh, woman, Supreme Court justice. There's no time to waste. Isn't that crazy? And he ends up doing it, but I don't think he's, do you think they, before she became the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, guess where she worked? Guess where she worked? Yeah. She was the communications consultant for Demand Justice. But more importantly, Biden's Supreme Court nominee selection, he's making it all by himself. It's in good hands because, well, he's not making it himself, actually. I mean, he's got some people working for her. Paige Erwig, she is the head of the White House Judicial Nominations Team. Okay. Guess where she used to work? Yeah. Deputy Chief Counsel, demand justice. My gosh, it's a tight little family there, isn't it? Now, by the way, I want to remind you that these guys, um, their short list of Supreme Court nominees, um, Biden appointed four of them to jobs in his administration, including the Health and Human Services Secretary uh, and... uh, all of these people, uh, Civil Rights of Education, Department of uh, HHS, Associate Attorney General, all from these guys. I mean, these were the ones. What a coincidence. So where do these people get that kind of money? Because I was, you know, part of the Tea Party. We never had a million dollars to throw around let alone these, this kind of money? Who are these people? Well, it's part of an incredibly power, uh, powerful dark money funnel. And the organizer at the top of this funnel are these people, Arabella Advisors. This was started in 2005 by Eric Kessler. Says it provides, quote, Strategic guidance for effective philanthropy. Wow. I guess promoting and funding things like abortion is philanthropy to the left now. So Arabella, that's a business, by the way. This is not a 501c3. They're making money here. Uh, They're very serious about things, and they manage five separate funds or funnels. I like to almost think of them as laundry machines. What you'd be laundering, I don't know, but that's the way I like to think of them. So they have five separate funds, but we're going to focus on four of them tonight. Money flows into each of these funds from donors, and then they 
spit out things like demand justice. I love these guys. They were everywhere. It's a fire hose to hundreds of nonprofits, all from them. So, for example, demand justice is in the flowchart here under 1630. So you can give to 1630, all right, all you want, but you'll never be connected to demand justice because the 1630 fund just gives, oh my gosh, almost laundered cash here. So we've erased all traces of where that money comes from. Oh, Tides Foundation, you were special once, but it's 2022. In 2020, the 1630 Fund collected individual donations as large as $50 million. We don't know who gave that $50 million, but then 1630 gave out grants to over 200 groups. Now remember, a donor can't give over $200 to a political action committee without having their name someplace posted, but a donor can give these people $50 million or more. And they in turn, because we all have grown to trust the brand of 1630, right? And so we know they're going to take care of our money in the way we want it. So we know that they're going to shepherd that money until it finds the right sheep. Oh, and any pack, any of these, anything that they have going on, Arabella, Arabella Funds do exactly that, okay? 1630 alone gave $63 million to Biden and Democratic super PACs during the 2020 campaign, including everybody's favorite, the Lincoln Project. The nonprofits that these funds give money all promote and support far-left causes, and they're all over the map. Some are legitimate organizations with budgets and staffs, but hundreds of these Nonprofits are more like, oh, I don't know, a shell nonprofit, pop-up nonprofits created to make them look like they're, they're local people just like you. I mean, sure, yeah, I grew up right around Boston. I've lived in Boston my whole life. Uh-huh. In 2020, the 1630 Fund alone spent $410 million dollars to help Democrats with attack ads and get out the vote campaigns. My gosh, 410 just for the ads? Wow, this is a really good fund. Now that's more than the Democratic National Committee spent. $7 million of that went to a group called Piedmont Rising, who campaigned against North Carolina Republican Senator Tom Tillis, who was running for reelection. Well, some of the attack ads I mean, some people would call them mis, dis, or malinformation. They were made to look like they were local news reports from the North Carolina Examiner. Watch. Breaking news today, the U.S. House has passed a law to give Medicare the power to negotiate lower drug prices. But advocates are worried that Senator Tom Tillis plans to block this measure. Wow. I, I'm sure I would watch her every night if North Carolina Examiner was a real news outlet. Isn't this what the left says the right does all the time? This is misdis and malinformation. 
because that organization doesn't exist. It was nothing more than an anti-Senator Tillis campaign by the nonprofit Piedmont Rising, which was funded by 1630. Who's doing the fake news again? That's misinformation, malinformation that nobody cares to look at. Why? Because they're incredibly well-funded. Arabella's five funds spent $1.2 billion in the 2020 campaign. We don't know who they are. We don't know where the money comes from. No idea. Do you think maybe... Do you think maybe by accident... Vladimir Putin gave to one of these funds thinking it was going to help Donald Trump. Who knows? We don't know. And by the way, Arabella is in the pro uh, for-profit wing of this elaborate setup. So the 2020, in 2020, these funds paid Arabella because they managed these groups. They paid Arabella $46 million in management fees. Wow, what a great gig. And all you have to do is set up these things, these funnels, these laundromat machines. Okay, in a minute, we're going to zoom in on one of them, on the new venture fund. And I'm going to introduce you to my new love. Next. You know it's better than working out been seeing someone behind your back and exposing them, but I want you to know, when I say he's the new you, it's not like you're going anywhere, and you are starting to look like the evil emperor from Star Wars, but you will always, I mean, what will a nonstop money buffet be like without you? You practically invented it. It's just, I don't know. Oh, how to choose, how to choose. And you have already donated so much to the great people of Arabella. Oh, I love them. But I love him and you. I can only pick one tonight. And I'm going with Hans-Jörg Wies. I love him. Yes, my new George Soros. And I say new because, I mean, he's not new. Look at him. Boy, has he let himself go. And I should know. I mean, <laughs> anyway, you think it's going to be a crazy, crazy thing. He is on the board of, and this is how closely related, as well as both of them. He was actually on the board of directors for the Center for American Progress, which you might remember was what? Yes, started by John Podesta. <laughs> Isn't that, you know who John Podesta went for the this guy. All right. Now, these made billions of dollars, you know, on some financial, you know, or some medical device. I'm sure it was a, I don't know, but probably, I mean, look at him. So um, he's got billions of dollars and he wants to fundamentally transform America. Well, who doesn't? So he put together something called the Vise Foundation. Yeah. And the Burgermeister Meister Burger Foundation. Actually, it's just called the Burger Foundation, but I thought I'd throw that in. Now, through his donations, he's a giver. Weiss has dumped megatons of cash into Arabella funds. Did you do that, Hans Jorg? 
he's crazy. He didn't even tell me this. Oh, I even love you more. So Meisterberger Burger Foundation and the Wies Foundation, these guys roll a whole bunch of money. In fact, in between 2016 and 2020, his Wies Foundation donated over 27, 27 million hard-earned dollars to the new venture fund. You remember Arabella? And his Burger Action Fund donated over $135 million to the 1613. He gives until it hurts. I mean, you, but he gives till it hurts. New Venture is the oldest and largest fund in Arabella's network. New Venture, also the wing of Arabella, that is mostly, <laughs> this is crazy, mostly closely Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. These crazy kids, I bet they met on the ski slopes, you know, someplace like, I don't know, starts with a D and ends in Avos. The Gates Foundation has donated $250 million to New Venture since 2009. Now, money is constantly flowing between all of Arabella's funds. I mean... It's like an orgy of cash. It really is. It goes in through one of their funds and back to Arabella through tens of millions of dollars in management fees. But who, who's counting? I'm sure it's counted for the last dollar. Nobody is getting rich off of this. So, for example, in 2020, New Venture was the largest donor to the 1630 fund. So this fund that is overseen by these guys, they gave... $86 million to 1630. Okay. Through his two foundations, Vase donates millions of dollars to the new venture and 1630. And they in turn fund hundreds of left-wing political action nonprofits. It's great. And they also now fund something started by that crazy cat, Vase, the Vase Foundation called the Hub Project. But a hub, the hub project, that implies that maybe there'd be spokes around the hub. According to the New York, Time, New York Times report, the hub project was started, quote, to partly shape media coverage to help democratic causes. But I'm a giver. Mm. In 2017, uh, the hub project organized marches. I thought that was spontaneous. It wasn't. It was all by these guys. During the 2018 midterm elections, they organized $30 million in ad campaigns against Republicans running for Congress. Again, using the model I told you about earlier tonight, the Hub Project created 14 smaller groups all around the U.S., like Floridians for a fair shake and New Jersey for better future. I believe this so deeply in my heart. I'm from New Jersey. I grew up here in Bronx. Bronx, not in, well, in area, in area. You know, sometimes many of these smaller state-level groups also received additional money from 1630. But at the ground level, they're just a group of local citizens. That's all. I'm not, I am from around here which is exactly what the Hub Project and Arabella's funding wants the network to look like. 
Last year, the Hub also began producing a podcast called Made to Fail with CNN legal analyst Elliot uh, Williams. I think this one keeps his hands to himself. You know what I'm saying? Um, This is all about, quote, pulling back the curtain on conservative policies. If you go to the Hub Project's website, you won't find any mention of Hans Jung, what the, well, how do you say his name? Yes, Hans for Wies. I love him. Name rolls right out of tongue, you know. You won't find anything about him or his foundation. In fact, his role in creating it would still be a well-guarded secret. It wasn't for those kids in WikiLeaks. Uh, also, the New York Times did some digging. And I've got a shovel myself. Here's how the New York Times explains it. Quote, information about Visa's involvement came from interviews with five people with knowledge of the Hub Project. An eternal memo from another liberal group that was obtained by the New York Times and a, the appearance of the Hub Project business plan in a tranche of data made public by WikiLeaks. According to U.S. officials, the data was stolen by Russian intelligence from the emails of John Podesta, who has been advisor to Mr. Vies. Yeah. Now, according to that New York Times investigation, the Hub uh, Project's employees are paid by New Venture and 1630. So they're pretty much out of the same ecosystem, you know, and they clearly support all the political activities. Now, this is a potential legal problem for I don't even want to say it, Hans-Jörg. I don't. But, I mean, if you're not a U.S. citizen, I hope you like striped pajamas. Foreign nationals without green cards are not allowed to make direct or indirect donations to PACs. Much. Foiled again. I'll get you next time, Scooby. But in 2018, the Hub Project's executive director confirmed that the Hub controls a super PAC now called Change Now. And as I showed you earlier, 1630 alone makes enormous donations to PACs. We don't know where they get the money. All anonymous, thanks to their nonprofit status. And New Venture is 1630's largest donor. And Vs has donated at least $160 million to New Venture and 1630 just since 2016. So ultimately, it's just a big old American melting pot of cash flowing to PACs and nonprofits campaigning for every major left-wing policy from abortion to court packing. Last year, a watchdog group filed a complaint with the Federal Election Commission alleging that these nonprofits operate as PACs, but it's clear that they do base. I can't do anything but a Russian accent now. I try any other accent. It's that or Southern. Anyway, uh, it's clear that they do basically operate as a PAC. Um, it's just semi-disguised. Uh, through Arabella's dark money system of filtering and shuffling and doing some launder, laundry. I'm just, I mean with clothes. I don't mean, whew, you didn't think. It's kind of like the classic sidewalk hustle where the guy moves the cups around and you guess where the object is. For you and me, it's 
Uh, progressive elites, it's called philanthropy. But look, there's nothing to see because it's not in the, under any of the cups. You see, the Hub Project is all about, and I quote, working, working to strengthen our democracy, protect access to health care, and assure the economy works for everyone. Oh, Hans-Jorg, did you really say that? It's Now, I'm sure for those very noble reasons that three people from the Hub Project were hired by the Biden administration to serve as an official in the Environmental Protection Agency, the director of the White House Military Office, and the chief economist for the Labor Department. What? No, you know what? I won't hear it because the demand justice already had people. And now these guys, and it's the same freaking cash. I mean, dark money influence. Pshaw. After the break, I'll tell you about the next one, the other funnel, the Hopewell Fund. Yeah. And it won't come as a shock, you know, the left wing pushing to censor misinformation turns out to be slightly hypocritical, Hopewell. Or visit them online, American Financing. Net. Now we're going to go to the Hopewell Fund. This is the third nonprofit fund that is managed by the group Arab. George, it's just temporary. You will be involved, I promise you, but you so clingy. Stay. The Arabella Advisors. As a reminder, these funds collect... Anonymous donors who get to stay anonymous because of the nonprofit status of the funds. Then these major funds turn around and disperse money to hundreds of other nonprofits and PACs doing everything from judicial activism like demand justice, which showed you earlier, to targeted political ads for congressional candidates. Now, the one really fun thing that I think makes Hopewell fun uh, operate in just a different way is the democracy docket legal fund. And I, I think this says it all. Um, because it is run by a dear, dear friend whose name might ring a bell. I mean, quite honestly, it looks like his face rings the bell, but Mark Elias. Now, we know him because he works for the D.C. law firm Perkins Coy. Wait a minute, Mark. Hair club for men. Uh, he, I, wasn't he the general counsel for Hillary Clinton's campaign in 2016? And the guy who hired Fusion GPS to uh, gather that opposition research on Donald Trump? Yeah, that's you. I knew it was him. He was the guardian of all of that information and the dossier and the payments to Fusion GPS. Now, that's crazy. Back to democracy docket, because... Democracy, it means something to the Democrats. In 2020, Elias became the Democratic point man for their nationwide legal strategy to expand mail-in voting. Yes, that was Elias. He practically made his entire career out of voting cases. And, um, well, in part because of, I have to do it. Oh, my first love. 
left-wing giant. He hates the America's voting laws. It's George Soros. So they're going to snuggle up here um, with you, Tiger. Uh, before the 2016 election, Soros gave litigate cases around the U.S. involving photo ID requirements, limitations on early voting and handling of absentee ballots. On election night, the DNC keeps a plane ready near Washington, D.C. to take Elias anywhere in the country where a Democratic candidate might be facing a recount. He's a man of action. 2017, Elias joined the boards of Priorities USA. I mean, priorities, priorities, right? Now, this is a left-wing super PAC. Priorities USA was put in charge of Elias's crusade against... Now, guess who joined Elias on the Priorities USA board in 2019? You're going to love it. Yes, Stacey Abrams. I mean, she still claims that voter suppression robbed her of the Georgia governorship of 2018. And you've got to hand it to her. She actually sounds like she believes it at this point. Now, this is the same year that Mark Elias joined Priorities USA board. They got just under $5 million from the Hopewell Fund. Well, now Mark Elias is getting in on law firm of Perkins Coy just last year and started his own nonprofit democracy docket legal fund. Now it's financially supported by the Hopewell Fund. By the way, Hopewell also receives funding from my first love, George Soros, including $5 million just in 2020. Now, if you're wondering why congressional Democrats and the White House are so obsessed with opposing stricter voting laws and expanding things like mail-in voting, it's because they've got some deep, deep, but the misinformation about voter suppression, well, it's, it, well, I guess that is actually misinformation that the Hopewell Fund helps spread. Hopewell is a financial uh, is a financial backer of a group called Acronym. Acronym. Take two every day. Hopewell gave eight million dollars to Acronym in during the 2020 election. Man, they got money. 2017 by Tara McGowan. You remember her, Democratic operative who worked on the 2012 Obama campaign and then uh, as digital director at Priorities USA. Well, acronym works on voter mobilization and digital ad programs for far left clients. Some of its clients include Planned Parenthood and every town for gun safety. If you're not a member, you need to be. But let me tell you, there's something else that is going on and about good information next dot com relieffactor.com you know like every great love story there's a child out there with a dream Maybe they have cancer and they just need somebody to help them take care of that dream. Well, that young person in our story tonight is young Tara McGowan. 
but she did have a dream. She thought, could I start a newsroom with a small $25 million investment from Acronym? And I'd call my news service Courier Newsroom, and we would, we would target battleground states with news stories that would promote progressive causes and Democratic candidates. It's a dream. Don't you see it? Well, Courier does this by setting up what, yes, appear to be unbiased local newspapers with nonpartisan-sounding names. Now, you might go, this is fake news, but no, it's a dream. non-local, non-newspaper, was set up in 2019. It was called the Virginia Dogwood, followed by the Copper Courier in Arizona, and Up North News in Wisconsin. Well, now we have eight of these newsrooms around the country. These Courier newsroom sites collect data on visitors, which then are fed back to acronym. And Courier pays to put news stories on sites and in Facebook feeds of voters. But Facebook is fighting all of these horrible people. They're working hard alongside of Tara and Acronym to help this poor little girl accomplish her dream. Well, Acronym gave Courier $1.4 million to help buy just the targeted Facebook ads in 2020. <laughs> oh, they were on it. They wanted to make sure Facebook, it's an election. We are not going to put any of that under Biden stuff up which turns out to be true, because we are going to guard the news. Which brings me to a media watchdog. It's nonpartisan. It's called NewsGuard. And NewsGuard describes Courier, the Courier newsrooms as publishing, among other things, positive stories about moderate Democrats uh-huh, who face difficult re-elections. It aims to reshape the digital media ecosystem by taking advantage of Americans' trust in local journalism. Taking advantage of American trust? Say it's not so, Tara. I was with your dream. Well, Tara McGowan left acronym, she did, to focus on expanding her media projects because she... She got disillusioned, and she was like, I, I know be taken off course. Uh, so she left. Her nonprofit business is apparently pretty awesome. She started a new group called Good Information, which now owns Courier Newsroom. Now, Good Information plans to, quote, restore social trust in the media. Good Information also has this core belief, quote, we believe there's an urgent need for regulation of social media platforms. See, she's learned her lesson. I'm sure that's why she started Good Information. And I must repent. Tara, get into the water. Get into the water. Well, she, she wants to basically create a newspaper to churn out progressive pro good information and make you think that it is legitimate local newspapers and, and market this propaganda to you on faith. I'm sorry. She has to repent. Please, Tara, I want your dream to come true. All other misleading information on social media must be regulated, says Tara. Not hers, but everybody else. Now, McGowan claims that part of her strategy in strategy, boy, that sounds bad, 
starting good information. Democratic Party to give her media ventures more legitimacy. I can't believe they say this crap out loud. Yet it has its seed funding from George Soros, Reid Hoffman, and other left-wing gazillionaires. You can always count on George. That's why in the end, I'm still with him. Now, when you take a good peek at Good Information Advisory Board, you're going to find people like Dan Pfeiffer, who is a senior advisor at the White House for Obama, and the two co-founders of a group like Media Matters that they campaign to get ads pulled from people like Dan Bongino. They got him kicked off Google ads. It's crazy. These kids, they're, they're overachievers. It's fascinating that Democrats in the Biden White House are so concerned with rooting out misinformation and canceling people like Joe Rogan. And yet at the same time, the deepest far left pockets are pumping tens of millions of dollars into efforts to mislead Americans about voting rights and create Democratic Party propaganda that's made to look like legitimate local news. Okay, that's great. But I'm not done. No. I told you I was going to cover four. And do I have time? Of course we do. We make time for you. We have the fourth funnel. It's Arabella's special child. And I mean that in the best of ways. It's the new kid on the block. It started in 2019. And it got a $9.3 million grant to go ahead and start this up. I mean, these kids were starting out small. They were barely scraping by. And they got that from the 1630 fund. That is great. These funds are crazy and generous to each other. Because a year later, it increased its revenue to $66 million. That's crazy because that's about a 613% increase. That's good for any business. $30 million of that came from 1630 Fund. $11 million came from the New Venture Capital Fund. They put eleven in. The Arabella family, they love each other. Axios described North Fund as, quote, shadowy even by the standards of D.C. advocacy groups. Mm. During the 2020 election, North Fund spent $34 million on Amnesty for illegal aliens, fossil fuel bans, and abortion. You know, the stuff all of us are for. North also campaigned for state ballot measures, including they spent $5 million to legalize marijuana in Montana. And they opposed a 22-week abortion ban in Colorado. By the way, Tara, your wish is coming through. Yes, they won on both of those issues. North Fund donated to Luca, Lucha, I don't know, Living United for Change in Arizona. Now, they're the group that harass her for not supporting Biden's multi-trillion dollar social spending bill. Those kids are tied into this. North Fund also sponsors the Voting Rights Lab, which works to change voting laws and reduce restrictions at the state level. This means things like opposing voter ID and pushing to allow convicted felons to vote. Voting Rights Lab calls itself a nonpartisan organization. Uh Uh-huh. 
Well, that would be a first. You can self-identify for whatever you want, but back in a minute. Oh, my gosh. You two have only been using me to get to each other. I've been betrayed. <laughs> hey, hey, I hope y'all can hear me. We in the building tonight. How everybody doing tonight? Ah, man, one of my favorite um, on-air, like, researchers right there, Glenn Beck. I'm going to give it up for Glenn Beck on his good work. On his good work. And just imagine, if we went on every last one of those websites and we start looking at their board of advisors and who are their um, officers on those in those funds, they're all connected. They're all entangled. And then they all have a spot or they have uh, six degrees of separation in the administration. Case in point, prime example, Mark Zuckerberg, oh, Mr. Zucky. Mr. Zuckerberg has a fund, a political fund, right? And his fund put in over $400 million into this past election, $400 million. And he passed it off to 2,500, I count again, 2,500 organizations, nonprofit organizations aimed at the state legislator. Now, I told you all about this right after it happened. I talked about it because it, they threw it right back in the people's face. It was on the cover of Time magazine. I don't know if you all remember that. might have to read it to you tonight just to refresh your memory. But what it said on there, right, it said, it said, um, the election, Trump, it said, was right. Uh-oh, can y'all hear me? Oh, yeah, here we go. It said, Trump was right about the election being tampered with. But it was tampered with to fortify the election. I don't know if y'all remember that. Um, I spoke on it, but I didn't go in depth about it, and I didn't read. I think I did. I think we did read the article on, on the show, right? So that's what you got. You got Zuckerberg, who basically, without any type of repercussions, no kind of anything, no investigation, who put $400 million into 2,500 organizations all over the country, mainly in Democratic um, strongholds such as Philadelphia, um, Chicago, Illinois, I don't say Chicago because Chicago is just a city in Illinois, Michigan, uh, Ohio, um, Florida, all the contested states, Arizona, right? But what did he do with his money? Well, the money was given to state legislators, state legislators who do who 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 then do what? State legislators who go and change the election rules during the pandemic, the pandemic, right? You have to have two-thirds votes 
to be able to change voting, state voting legislation. You got to have two-thirds supermajority. That's called a supermajority, two-thirds, right? So what they did, and this is why I always say pay attention to states like New York and California and, and the likes. We all say that, right? This is how they took advantage of the emergency authorization. Every state governor, every state has the ability to, during a catastrophic whatever situation, emergency authorization. Well, during an emergency authorization, that is the only time when local government does not need two-thirds legislation to amend laws. That's what they. That's what they did. They so that's what they did, y'all. And they um, what they did was illegal, but technically not illegal. But again, that money that they used to um, get these people to change their minds—that's really what it was. It was payoff money for local um, state representatives could um, do what they would not normally do to go ahead and make sure, as it said in the, in the um, Times Magazine, to fortify the election, meaning that um, they would extend voting hours. They would um, – you could backdate – backdate. Listen to this shit. You could backdate ballots. You can't do – that's totally illegal. You get in trouble if you, if you try to get a loan and you backdate shit. That's, that's, fraud, that's fraud. Any 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 other given any day that's considered fraud, but not during this election. So, but that's just you know that's just the, that's the starters though. But I like um, I always like Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck got ran off a of, uh, network television for uh, quite a few years ago for you know doing right there what he does, which is connecting the dots, following the money, and calling names. All right. He didn't last on. He started. He didn't last on CNN. He didn't last on none of the major networks. And when you get fired from Fox, you know you really doing something right. When you can't even hang on Fox Network, so he created his own. But that's what it is. We gonna go over tonight. We gonna um. We gonna tap into the um State of the Union. I heard twenty minutes of it, but I got an idea of what's going on with this overseas situation and it ties back to the title of the show and what we've been talking about for the last two years is no surprise that people like George Soros, uh, Weisskopf and all these other people who who are not American citizens pour all their money into America and to uh into, into American politics. Um it goes back to the old Russian Germanic families, straight up. We all, we all, you know, all the um, all the cabal, follow the cabals. All those families, all those those people, they they all from the same bloodline. But at the end of the day, it's, it's all about bringing America to a knees. So, with that, I'm gonna be quiet. We're gonna play this intro, and we're gonna have a show tonight. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Let's go. WGHE Radio presents Hot Damn Politics.
O queen of the two lands, Nefertiti, Egypt cries out for your help. The menace and Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwapu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. If only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracted the minds of your people, and if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu. As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or killed, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Nefertiti.
welcome the brain trust, the brain trust. Brain trust, the brain trust. Brain trust, the brain trust.
Hey, and once again, it's home. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Hot Damn Politics. It is me, Nefertiti, surviving the game. We in the building tonight. We're going to get into it. Hope y'all feeling good, feeling great. You know what I'm saying? Making it happen in this world full of chaos and confusion and illusion and delusion and everything in between. It ain't never what it seems, but it always is. So that's what we're going to build on tonight. We're going to finish talking about some of the... Um, some of the shit that uh, Glenn Beck was hitting on, I'm going to actually um, give you that little, little speaking to that um, 2020 um, Time magazine where they actually admit that the shadow government or the shadow whatever is real. That's literally what they cover. But then we're going to... Um, and then we're going to um, break down the State of the Union because I've been thinking, I've been reasoning, I've been logicalizing, I just made that word, I've been logicalizing about what it is that we're seeing out out here and, and what does it all mean. And in essence, at the end of the day, it all ties back to the Great Reset. It, it does. This this You know, this is just another, you know, Another page in that in that whole book that they're putting together called um, the Great Reset, and that's that's what this is. That's what it is, and um, Putin just either playing along with it, as he's probably been, um, I'm gonna say, given the spots in this new reshuffling of the world. Maybe, maybe not, or he was tricked into um, going into Ukraine. One way or the other, they wanted this shit to pop off. Whether it was intentional, meaning that he would play the bad guy and do what he's doing, or he was fed information that was double-agent, flip-flop shit that they knew would make him go forward. So, it's one or the other, but with that, before I, we step into all that tonight, I want to say what's up to everybody that is in the chat room, everybody that's on the call line, what's good, you can be doing anything with anyone, but, you, but you're here tonight, so that means a lot, so I'm going to definitely give you your props and say what's up, as always, we'll start from the bottom all the way up to the top, what's going on, J1 is in the building, what's happening, Sweet Oshun is in the building. Sister Zena is in the building. What's going on? Nubi Rahwi 9 is in the building. Nefertiti and Nimrod is in the building. We are one. We are one. Miss Mouse is in the building. Miss Hudson. What's happening? Miss Hudson is in the house. Cool, Jay Illa. What's up, Jay Illa, man? Jay Illa been around for I mean, you've been coming back around. You've been coming forward. That's what's up. What's up, Jay? It's good to see you, though, nonetheless. Um, Ethereum Forever is in the building. What's good, Ethereum? Brian Orion is in the building tonight. And, of course, Arishka Gal 2020. She raises the dead to consume the living. What's happening, Arishka Gal? Good to see you tonight. And of course, you already know the one and only Miss WGAG herself, Diane Napoleon. What's happening, my sister Diane? Of course, you walking on the treadmill right now, uh, tuning in. That's what's up. 
Uh, I don't know if Mr. Lowry's going to uh, join us tonight. He just might, nonetheless. We, you know, we're going to tap into the fourth industrial revolution a little bit later on um, in the show. Uh, but first, I just want to I want to talk about some of the uh, what's what's going on domestically, right? Domestically going on, and what they got down the hatch, or should I say, what they got coming for the people next? Okay. And so it's a couple of things. First, you start to look at what's happening in all the in all the states, right? So now they're starting to roll back things, right? They're starting to lift uh, mandates, mass mandates. Um, New York, California um, finally eased up as of uh, on the 1st in California. Um, they they um, no no more mask indoors. Um, New York did the same thing. And, and surprisingly, uh, they said uh, pure bloods, us, us unvaccinated folks can uh, go maskless, right? And so, but it's a reason for this. It's a reason that it's, a, it's, a, it's several reasons why they're lifting all these mandates. Don't think it's never out the kindness of their heart, and it's never because it's the right thing to do. It always serves a purpose. Everything that these politicians do, all this shit is always strategical, and it's always a means to an end, and at the end of the day, it's, it's about control. So as they're rolling stuff back, remember I told you, what did I say? It's the real shit you look for. Fuck what they saying on the surface, like you ain't got to wear no mask and all that shit. You don't have to, um, you don't have to, uh, uh, you can go into indoors now without saying what's your vaccination status. And not, not in all states, but the majority of the states, they have said that. Well, because it's all fraudulent. It's to make people think that this shit is going away. The reason why you know that the next shit is coming or the next thing is around the corner is because none of these states, and particularly the Democratic strongholds, have not lifted their emergency authorization. They won't do it. They have not done it, right? They ain't did it. To me, that's always the telltale sign because with that emergency authorization, just like I explained with the um, elections, right, what they can do um, – on the state level, meaning that they don't have to get, you know, two-thirds or nothing. Well, that that's – it's the same thing during this situation when uh, governors have full autonomy. They don't have to deal with the local um, – they don't have to live, deal with the state legislature at all when it comes to health, public health measures during an emergency. So that's, that's what I look for because I'm like, if they ain't lifted that, then it's off or not. This is that feel-good shit. This is to put people back to sleep to make them think that there's some actual level of some normalcy that's getting ready to be put, um, you know, come forward. And here's why. Let me give you a prime, prime example, okay? Even though they've done all this rolling back, as soon as, as, soon as this happened, as of last week, this is last week, y'all, not being reported on major networks, you're not going to hear it. They ain't going to give it to you. They're not going to tell you. You got to dig. You got to, you know, you just got to because they're not going to tell you. Here's the point. A national vaccine pass 
has quietly been rolled out. Okay? It's been rolled out. They not talking about it. They ain't hyping it. How many of y'all heard of the VCI? How many heard of the VCI? Raise your hand if you heard from the VCI. Okay? Well, guess who's already used, who are already using the VCI? Those are the major corporations are already using the VCI. See, it ain't been given to the public. See, this is like that military shit. You know how they do uh, military, get it first, and then they trick it, they trickle it on down to uh, common folks? Well, they're doing this with, um, they're doing this with this, this vaccine shit, this um um, database. Now, remember, I told y'all last week. I was like, "Watch!" I said, "California gonna have a, a state fucking um epic time." That's where you would get it. What up, Rich? That that would be a place you'll get it in the epic times. Yeah, it'll be there. It'll be there. But it, it, it will you. It'll be here and it'll be there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're not gonna get it on none of the um none of the mainstream news, right? So check it out. Here we go. Let me get back to it. I lost it. All right. It says, while the United States government has not issued a federal digital vaccine pass, a national standard has nevertheless began to emerge. To date, 21 states, the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico have officially have accessibility to SMART, or the, um, that's, that's, not, that's not by coincidence that California's um, vaccine little, this little COVID shit is called SMARTER. This shit is called SMART. This, this shit is called SMARTER, right? But it was developed through the BCI, and that's a global organization, y'all. BCI. Is a global fucking initiative. Again, how does global initiatives make its way down to state levels? You see what I'm saying? All right. But look at the companies who are using it. Microsoft, Salesforce, Oracle, Mayo Clinic. All the health organiz all the major health healthcare systems in this country, all the tech heavyweights, all of them, just about all, just about all of them. Okay. This is where it's all. These are the states where it's already been implemented: Washington, California, Arizona, New Mexico. Um, where's that? Let's say Arizona, the Arizona, Colorado, Louisiana, Alabama. Um, that is where I can't think of it. I'm, and I'm going off the top of my head. I'm looking at the map with, with no thing. I'm just going back on my middle school geography. <laughs> um, this is Illinois, of course, Virginia, South Virginia. West Virginia, South Virginia, Virginia, West Virginia, um, Delaware, New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, um, Massachusetts, and so on and so forth. 
Okay? So, but we heard about this in the beginning. VCI. VCI, newbie. Not BCI, V. V as in Victor. C as in Charlie. I as in, I don't know what the fuck they doing. No, I'm saying no. But VCI stands for uh, Verification Credential Initiative. That's what it is. Vaccination Credential Initiative. That's what VCI is. Again, if you hit VCI.org, VCI.org, then you will get to see who 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 is this shit backed by. And I'm sure it's a I'm sure it's Billy. I'm sure it's Billy Goat. Billy Goat Gates. I'm sure it's Billy. Cause he said this he said this in the beginning when it first jumped that he wanted a worldwide database. Worldwide vaccination database. Okay, so they can track every single individual at all times, um, medical history, all that stuff, right? Okay. Oh, absolutely, a risk at all. It's it's a fake left or right with with that. Like I said, until these governors roll back their um their emergency authorization powers, is off or not? It's just it's a smokescreen. You know what I'm saying? If you go to vci.org, here we go. Let me get that to y'all real quick. Boom, there you go. It says empowering individuals to gain access to their verified clinical information. Right? It says VCI is a voluntary coalition of public and private organizations committed to empowering individuals' access to a trustworthy and verifiable copy of the vaccination records in, in digital um, or paper form using open interpol, um, interpol standards. The scope of VCI is to harmonize the standards and produce the implementation guides needed to support the insurance issuance of verifiable health credentials, signal clinical data bound to an individual identity. VCI does this by leading the development and implementation of open source smart card framework and specifications. Individuals can then use the verifiable credentials for medical purposes and to demonstrate their health status to safely return to work, school, travel, and life. And so why that's important is because my home state, good old Killer Cali, did this. This is what California did. This is what they're trying to do. Thank you. Hold on. Oh, what's this? I don't know who that is. Hold on one second. Oh, we're going to write this down. One second. 605. I don't even know that. Jury code nine eight eight seven one. Okay. That is. Sorry about that, Joe. Looking at my messages. All right. So the reason why that's important is to because it is. Again, what is um Gavin Newsom's um? What is his um? 
little uh, campaign called in the state of California. It's called Smarter, right? We just read where this one is called Smart, right? This is called Smarter. Well, California announces 13 hours ago, right? So this is yesterday. California state legislatures has craft legislators have crafted vaccine laws that would be the most aggressive state approach to vaccines in the entire nation. Gavin New, Governor Gavin Newsom, and I just want to let y'all know, Gavin Newsom is going to be your president. He will be your president, maybe not in 2024, but definitely 2028. Gavin Newsom will be president of this country. He is primed, primed, trimmed, and groomed, ready to go. He comes from the school of Kamala, Jerry Brown, um, that whole regime that runs through the state of California, Nancy Pelosi, um, Barbara Broxer, Barbara Lee, uh, Diane Feinstein. Um, yeah, that whole crew. I mean, literally, they are they are um, they breed them like that. Okay, anyway. Gavin Newsom is easing mass restrictions and declaring that the pandemic is moving into a less critical phase. Yet, an aggressive slate of COVID-19 related bills to mandate vaccines for every child and every worker in the state of California. Okay, listen to what I'm saying. All children and every worker in the state of California must be vaccinated, even without parental consent. The Vaccine Working Group of Democratic legislators behind the proposal say that they aim is to increase the vaccination rates across all age groups. Of course, if you're going to try to – this is that Australian shit I was talking about, y'all. This is the shit that they're doing in Australia, compulsory vaccination, mandatory vaccination. That's one of their end goals. See, they already setting it up on a global stage and then coming behind, making people think that they lifting shit when, in fact, the state – that's who pay attention to the state legislators. Like what these clowns is doing in in the House of Representatives, in the Senate. It ain't about them. Keep your eyes on your state legislators and them wicked sons of bitches. Right? It says, taken together, the adoption of these bills will make California an outlier among states and give it the country's strictest COVID-19 regulations. Other states are considering various mandates and legislation related to, but none appear to have the coordination of this effort steered by some of the most powerful legislators in Sacramento. Sacramento is our state capital. He said these bills will attempt to bring cohesion, uh, consistency, and clarity to the overall approach Response says Democratic Josh Newman. Well, these are the bills. SB 871, requiring all children 
to get COVID vaccine who attend child care or schools. Now, see, this is the thing. It doesn't specify if this is private schools or only public schools, whatever the case may be, because that's where it's going to be a battle, private schools versus public schools, homeschool children, um, non-classroom things. That's what's keeping my children out of this whole vaccination shit is because they're not in the classroom setting. Okay, but they come and they they want them home babies. They they want our babies that stay at home. Absolutely, Rich. See, that's a part, and this that's and that's the cover too of this so-called um rolling back of man of mandates because of course they don't want to look bad. They they getting pounded already. They don't want to look bad for midterms. So this is why they're 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 starting to ease off of shit too. Because even people who done fucked around and volunteered, they say they sells for this shit. Who done took two or maybe even three hits, are saying shit is. They even they saying this shit. This is too much. They like what this. This some other shit now. Hold up, hold it. Somebody lying, right? Being if this shit ain't already drove them crazy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you got SB 871. Then you got SB 866 that says they would allow kids 12 through 17 um, make sure they get vaccinated without parental consent. SB 1749, which will require schools to to continue testing and create testing plans. You know how stressful that is going to be for these children if this shit passed? They continuously testing. What are they doing? SB 1018 will require online platforms to be more transparent and about how information is pushed out to consumers. SB 1464 would force law enforcement officials to enforce public orders because here in the state of California, the sheriffs, the L.A. sheriffs, have not enforced any of these COVID-19 measurements. They refused. They wanted a few um, law enforcement people um, who, who said, we're not, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We ain't enforcing that shit. I ain't firing nobody for it. So, of course, to make sure that you have no defiance from um, – Law enforcement agencies, they bring in SB 1464. SB 1993 will require all employees and even independent contractors to show proof of your vaccination in the state of California if you want to get money in the state of California. AB 1797 would change would make changes to the California immunization record database. Okay? Why do they need changes, y'all? Why do they need to change the database? So what what did we just read on um BCI.org? It's a open source. Smart health card framework. So they would only need to change, make changes to the record database. That's a technical thing to be able to fit into an open source platform like SMART. 
right? That's the only reason why they need to change it. AB 2098 would reclassify the sharing of COVID-19 misinformation. Check this out by doctors and surgeons as unprofessional conduct that will result in disciplinary action. Reclassifying. You gotta, we got to pay attention to the, to the words that they use. What do they mean by reclassifying the sharing of COVID-19 information? And who gets to determine what is misinformation? Now, these are health doctors. They're going after doctors and surgeons because if you remember where this shit jumped off, there were two doctors in Southern California who started this coalition for doctors against this whole shit. It was two little I – play, I played these two little – dudes down in Southern California, they were sitting in their office and they called out the press. I don't know if you all remember that. And they were talking about, you know, these abnormalities, um, the overreaction to the things that they were seeing. So now they want to make sure people like them keep their fucking mouth shut and follow the rules, the rules that they lay down. So again, A.B., 2098 would reclassify the sharing of COVID information as misinformation by doctors and surgeons as unprofessional conduct that will result in disciplinary actions. Okay. Now, the leader of this bill, I keep telling y'all, is the devil himself, Dr. Pan. <laughs> His name is Dr. Pan, for real. He has been leading the, the crusade on vaccination. Um, strangleholds on the state of California for quite some time, this guy. Um, yeah, his name is Richard Pan. Okay. I ain't going to go all into him, but I don't like to do at all. Um, he is a, a technically a pediatrician. He's a, he's a doctor. But, um, yeah. So, just know that's why I said this shit on here is a fake left go right. They they trying to roll out other shit on the under. So we just got to keep our eye on things like that. You know what I'm saying? Because um, they working on they working on the next step. That's all I want to say. They on when it comes to that. And where's this this smart shit already? being used is only on the North American continent, okay? So that's the United States, that's Canada, that's Alaska, and that's Iceland and all that shit up there. The other nations who are um, want to go online with this, all right, is Israel, of course, Japan, the UAE, that's the United Arab Emirates, the United Kingdom, um, Singapore, Hong Kong, Cayman Islands, Aruba, Cyprus, Senegal, and Rwanda, and Qatar. These are uh, 
countries who have um, agreed to go online with this. Here are the major corporations. See, that's the public, right? Because remember they said it's a public-private partnership. So that's the public. Who are the private corporations who have agreed to this um, VIC? Amazon. So what does that mean? Anybody who works for fucking Amazon, if shit like this that California trying to propose go through, trust and believe they're going to try to sweep it through the nation. California.gov. There it is. California.gov is in on it. Okay? Of course California in on it. They're rearranging their fucking laws. They're trying to bring, rearrange the laws to fit into this. So I'm not surprised that California.gov is on it. New York State is in, involved in it. They're on this list, too. I'm looking at all the, the New York State. Karen, that's not a surprise. It's called Karen, C-A-R-I-N. That is creating access to real-time information now through consumer-directed exchange. Cerner, Change Healthcare. The Commons Project, Epic. Evernorth, Mayo Clinic, Microsoft, Mitre, Oracle, PRIS, SAFE, Salesforce, UC San Diego Health, and I don't know what this uh, company is, but so that's what they're doing by anybody looking at Ukraine, right? They rolling that shit out. It's already, like I said, it's already been rolled through 21 states. Um, they're going to try to, um, they're going to try to do it. Closed doors. It's the only way you can do it. Do it behind closed doors, right? But another reason why they're, um, I can tell you this, it's another reason why they are uh, rolling back a lot of shit. It's because their cover is being blown. Their cover is being blown as a lot of people who fucked around and volunteered themselves are getting sick. I always play at least once a month my my doctor who says um, people who fucked around who have drastically killed, dramatically reduced the ability of the immune system to do what it naturally does. So every time they bring out studies that says, by 2050, we anticipate the rise in dementia, the rise in HIV, the rise in autoimmune diseases. Why do you, why you think they're projecting all this shit is going to double, triple, quadruple, 30-fold? Because they already know. Check this out. I got this for you. This is what happened. This is what happened. You gotta, you gotta appreciate the the people who go in and leak shit. The CDC got caught holding information, and this shit we already know. And they, folks like myself and, and everybody here already know that they, you know, they're holding withholding information. They're lying. Okay. What are they, you know, use the statistics to skew um, perceptions of what's going on out here. Lying about um, who's getting sick out here. 
they literally start hold, withholding the information about who now is being hospitalized. They don't want that to get out. The CDC came out and made a statement and said, we hold, we withhold an information because the information ain't ready for prime time. When is the last time you heard a fucking government entity, a government department, say that the information is not fucking ready for prime time? What the fuck do you mean it ain't ready for prime time? You either telling the facts of what the data you collect or you're not. Not that it's not ready for prime time. But here you go. I'm going to play this for us real quick. Oh, let me do this. What up, Raymond? Raymond Rick's in the building. Let's do this real quick. I don't hear nothing. Oh, oh, I know why. Hold on one second. I'm trying to get... Uh, I usually don't, I usually don't, don't use two. Oh. Why do I hear a feedback? Maybe because it's this? Nope, I got to be quiet, I guess. I shouldn't be able to hear myself. Hold on. The CDC is under fire for failing to publish a large portion of data related to the COVID-19 pandemic. The story was first reported by the New York Times. It says the agency has held on to critical data about hospitalizations in the United States, broken down by age, broken down by race, and by vaccination status. More so, it says CDC data published two weeks ago on the efficacy of booster shots neglected to include numbers for Americans younger than 49. Reporter Mandevilli has been reporting on this for the New York Times, and she joins us now with more. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This was a fascinating report. Um, explain to our audience, uh, uh, Purva, why has the CDC only published a... Uh, real quick, you know they're using... They're going to use... Um... Younger than 49. Apoorva Mandevilli has been reporting on this for the New York Times, and she joins us now with more. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This was a fascinating report. Um, explain to our audience, uh, Apoorva, why has the CDC only published a fraction of the data that it's collected? Well, as you can imagine, the CDC is a huge public health agency, and they have been tracking the pandemic right from the start. So they have all kinds of data. And my reporting has uncovered just this little part that they haven't shared. I don't know what else they're holding on to. But these data are quite important. Um, as you mentioned, they're holding on to hospitalization data. What the CDC has done is told people, you know, if you're vaccinated, you are at X relative risk lower than somebody who's not vaccinated. But it turns out that ever since vaccines were rolled out last year, they've been collecting information on who is in the hospital any given week by age, race, sex, and most importantly, by vaccination status. And so this would have told us a lot about um, somebody, the risk of somebody who's vaccinated and boosted versus somebody who is not. So what's some of the other sort of timely data that they've been holding on to? I find the wastewater one particularly interesting. 
Hold on. So you know they they got they got this chick here to basically uh, make excuses for the CDC. But did you catch what she said? The information that they holding on to, and how long they've been holding on to it. Let's let's run it back one more time. Hold on. Oh 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 oh! I see my brother just put his hand up. Come on in, Mr. Lowry. What's Great happening? day, Neff. How are you? You got it. I'm doing good. Okay. I guess we get into it. Go ahead on and run it back. Whatever you want to run back. All right, all right. Here we go. Okay. You mentioned they're holding on to hospitalization data. What the CDC has done is told people, you know, if you're vaccinated, you are at X relative risk lower than somebody who's not vaccinated. But it turns out that ever since vaccines were rolled out last year, they've been collecting information on who is in the hospital any given week by age, race, sex and most importantly, by vaccination status. And so this would have told us a lot about um, somebody, the risk of somebody who's vaccinated and boosted versus somebody who is not. So with some of the other sort of timely data that they've been holding on to, I find the wastewater one particularly interesting, but I'm sure you've got some, some really fascinating stuff. The wastewater data is another really interesting one, and it's, it's an easy one because it essentially means that they're looking in sewage as a signal for the virus. And a lot of communities across the country have been collecting these data for the last year and a half, almost two years now, and they've been sending it to the CDC. But what I've heard is that the CDC is reluctant or has been reluctant to make these data public because wastewater data is new to the agency. And CDC scientists are by nature quite conservative. They move slowly. They want to be absolutely sure what they have before they make it public. And so they've been... You see what I'm saying? Totally sent this chick out to lie for them. They usually move slow and want to take their time and make sure the data is correct. Look at the CDC been telling and changing shit up every two minutes. So what what is she talking about, Mr. Lowry? <laughs> what is she talking about? Well, oh, man, uh, this has been uh, a precarious week, a great week. We coming down. We coming down to it. See, this is with, we we're coming down to Imano Imano time now. Like when all this stuff start coming out, they not giving it out voluntarily, or they would have been giving it to us. You see what I'm saying? So now as this stuff start coming out, it's getting to be Imano Imano time. The lines are in the sand. So everybody who jumped out there and took that ribonucleic acid combination. They already did it. And the ones who ain't going to do it, we ain't going to do it. So this is where, you know, we, we face to face now instead of a distance apart. The CDC has been releasing stuff for the past week. Man, the conspiracy, what they call us, whatever they call us, truth tellers. Yeah. I like that one. Fact tellers. Fact. We like facts, right. right? Whatever the facts say, whether it's for or against that's what the facts say, right? We got like 25 W's. <laughs> we like 25 and oh, remember that oh, that, that year up. Chicago Bulls lost like seven games out of 80 or some shit oh, like that. They I mean, went, like they, a, they, yes, I remember it well. They, they went like and, 72 and two or something like that. <laughs> man, that right, was an incredible right? season, right? So I don't even think we got two. You know, um, everything has been – because we read, really, because all this stuff that's coming out, 
the stuff that has been said. Now, one of the most important results was that study, that Swedish study that came out that they were suppressing, that absolutely confirmed that these uh, nucleic acid combinations, they do, in fact, alter your DNA, right? Reverse transcriptors. So they told That's us that this. That's what you just dropped in the chat, right? I just dropped that one first. We got some goodies okay. for you. That's the most important one right there, right? We can get to the, all the other. That study is important because mm. Everybody we know who has taken that shot, they're not humans no more. We I don't know it. what they are right now. Because, see, when you're talking about changing somebody's goddamn genetical code, that means everything that's produced in your body and is constantly, things are constantly dying, constantly being expressed, constantly producing you know what i'm saying it's on it never stops so the point is that's called the cytokine that's the cytokine storm yes so yeah whatever that's being adjusted in their dna that's a part of who they are not only that if you have any offspring your offspring is now going to be a mutant because your DNA dictates all of that. Your DNA is what instructs your RNA. So they're finding change, you know, the stuff is going to people's livers and stuff, and it's coming back, and it's altering your DNA. So in layman's terms, they shooting people with motherfucking cancer. HIV, cancer, everything in between. And... When you adjust that DNA, you don't know how that DNA is going to put it back out. So once it's taken in and then go back out, you see what I'm saying? We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. That's some crazy shit. Crazy. That's mad scientist level. Now, now these people told us, those, those fact checkers, They've been telling us if you go to Google right now, if they haven't snatched them down, if you go to Google and say, does the vaccine change his DNA, you're going to see fact check after fact check saying it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. This study come out a couple of days ago that says that through live experience. So this study wasn't done in a Petri dish or or, or a glass. So they had to shoot an animal or something up. And without a doubt, it has been confirmed that these RNA injections are changing people's DNA. And we don't know how that will be expressed. Mm. It's going to be expressed like this. Let it play, my man. Wait, wait, hold on. Where's my guy? <laughs> hold on. Mm-hmm. Where's my guy? Because he's going to tell it. My guy tells it. Oh, wait a minute. What happened to him? Oh, I thought I had it lined up. Go ahead. Keep talking. I'm going to line my boy up. So, so, we, so we got that link. 
right there for you. And and okay, again, basically that in. thing is that thing is just saying that uh, it does in fact um, alter your DNA. And I put this, the first link is the actual study. The second one is just the the the, the article. Uh, that's some horrific shit. That 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 they would do that. Now, the second one I'm about to give you guys, because it's about 20 different studies that came out, and I haven't looked through all of them. I haven't had time. The second one I'm about to give you. This one is saying that what we're calling is uh, the variants, you know, the variants, variants. Actually, right. those variants is being produced by the vaccine. We 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 call that. We call that. So it ain't no yep. variants floating around in the sky. That's a byproduct of the vaccine. I don't even know if you should really be calling the variants, but I guess. You know, they don't put their foot in it, so they got to stick with it. So this article right here is telling you, basically, that the variances are being, so when we're talking in terms of uh, Omicron and uh, the Delta, all that stuff is basically how your body is expressing this, this, this mystery juice. Right. They shooting people with, you know, and we're calling it a variant. So, um, and no they that it, was, it was obvious when that it was mm-hmm. coming from them. But we, we, you know, it was obvious that it yeah. was coming from them, and you know, but yeah, go ahead. So um, that's a quote from it right there. Now, this third one I'm about to read that quote. Can read that quote for us real quick? Go ahead. Okay, read the quote I just quote? put up. In the uh, after party, uh, it says our data suggests that SARS-CoV-2 variants emerge from the changed immune landscape of human populations are more potent in escaping neutralizing antibodies from infection or vaccination. So basically, what they're saying is your immune your your immune system has been changed. We already know what that is. You got a deficiency because of that deficiency, right? The the the, the SARS-CoV-2 is now overcoming whatever is fighting it. So your your immune system will come and attack it, but there's going to be a portion of it left. That portion is left is your variant. And that began to grow, right? So what this is saying is because of your changed immune system, this infection is overcoming and it's spinning off a variant or is mutating. Now, mind you, right, we're we doing this in order because, see, this is the, now this is the bombshell right here. Another study has came out. Study, and we were right about all this now. So uh, yeah, yeah, we 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 was we've been on it since day one, no doubt. This study comes out, and this joint is saying that when they looked at the the genome of the SARS-CoV-2, that genome is the exact same goddamn code 
for the completed virus that they put in it, for the depleted code that they put in the injections. So that was patented in 2016 when they made it in the lab, the synthetic, mm-hmm. right? Right. They have found that with their finding with these people in the uh, SARS-CoV-2, it's the exact same thing. So the question is, how can you have this code with the exact same genetic code of some shit that was made in 2016. <laughs> Let that sink in. Right. No doubt. No Let doubt. that sink in. So when they went and, you know, do what scientists do, mm-hmm. they uh, went in. That's the wrong way I'm going to put it up. They went in. <laughs> they broke it down. So the current SARS-CoV-2 is a 19-string code in there. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same as the patented synthetic dated 2016. That's impossible. That's impossible. In, in nature. In nature. That takes out the... First, they told us a bat did the shit, right? That takes that out. Then they tried to play it off and said it was a lab leak. That takes that out the picture because according to their analysis, the SARS-CoV-19 has the exact same sequence of that synthetic from 2016. Yes. I seen that. Yeah, I read up on that. So yeah. it could not have occurred naturally. It did not come out of a goddamn lab leak. There's only one way. And that was through those injections. So we yeah. know they injected people with this shit. We know that this shit is changing your DNA. We also know that because of these changes, these people are producing mutations or variances. As a part of those variances, I have another report. I got to read it, so I'm not going to post it until I read it. Okay. That is saying it, 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 it's supporting that people are getting swollen hearts. Your lymph nodes and your swollen hearts are the two biggest ones. Right. This and now that is being confirmed. That's why the CDC, and that's why CDC will not release the data. This is why they said the data is not ready for prime time. They're trying to combat this shit that is coming out right now. They are they're, they're trying to fix their story. They literally said they didn't want to release it because they did not want it to be misinterpreted as these damn things don't work, which we could, but we know is something completely different. We know that. The I'm CDC saying that they do work. To... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right? For instance, I'm saying this do work. You. You're injecting people you. with this shit. You're doing that on purpose. So I feel you. It is, it, I hear you. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. But they're trying to um, – they're trying to cover their asses, though. They they have to they have to word it right. They you know you know the book called How to Lie with Statistics. That they're doing their best to cook the books, as we say. They're trying to cook the books real something real tough right now. This is why they said that that they are yeah. not ready for prime time because they know this shit coming out. But go go ahead. We're gonna read it in a minute. We're gonna read the Swedish the Swedish uh. The Swedish uh, report. The Swedish report. You haven't. So now, if you yeah, put them in order, really, I, I I I came backwards with it. So really, the order should be the last link where it first says CDC admit that. Uh, let me read the quote in a shocking interview with uh, Mar- Maria Bartiromo on Sunday. Moderna CEO admitted that it is possible that the gene sequence patented by the vaccine company three years ago before the pandemic (laughs) could be in the COVID-19 spike protein. Protein, right. Now, I'm trying to I'm trying to find, I I hate when I, um, uh, I have shit put up and I can't find it. I'm trying to find a clip for y'all where it's an overseas um, uh, epidemiologist who uh, worked in conjunction with um, Bio, what's that company called? Biotech? I forget what it's called. Bio something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where he explains how they had to use the HIV strain. The purpose, for one, they're admitting that they're using it, but they're trying to give you the scientific reason as to why they had to use it. I got it. I'm trying to find it. So that's why I need you to keep talking <laughs> just so I can um, go find uh, where I put it at. Well, man, this stuff right here is just like bombshell to the umpteen power. You know, uh, the gravity of it is very serious, ladies and gentlemen. Just the, the, the gravity of what is now coming out is worse than even we have been talking about on WGAG. We try to put the fear of God in you folks so that when they come and start chasing you with the needle, you'll have the spirit to withstand. Well, the past two years, probably since its beginning, almost three years we've been talking about this. This shit is worse than even what we were talking about. That's how bad it is. And then to put the icing on the cake, when you look at these studies, you just, the doc around here tell you, you just don't go in the room and do a study and three three days later come out with this type of information. So it's not a simple thing to to go into these uh, molecular levels of research. You need special equipment, man, you got to isolate microscopic bits and particles. So it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing to isolate a virus. That's why a lot of people say a lot of this is bullshit because you never isolated a virus. 
that's not even an easy thing to do because it's extremely, extremely small. You need a special microscope to do it. So when you're talking about these studies, and then they do the peer review, right? So they mean they randomly send right. this shit to other people to reproduce those results based on your studies. So when you get a very prestigious outfit like that one in Sweden that comes out with these studies, that means whoever created these synthetic ribonucleic combinations and then ejected people with that shit, Mm -hmm. they knew it. They knew it. So this is no doubt. Not, they no, wonder, they not they not working under no false pretense. They not working under no false pretenses. That's at all. Because the if right. they would have, they wouldn't have lied about the shit. They told us a bat did this shit. That didn't <laughs> oh, even they, make they sense to them. So let, so, be, <laughs> right. so again. Because CDC gets caught withholding information, yes. they had last week. They come back and say that they have to fall back on the wet market theory. And they they, well, they now really they're going to try to come back with country. the lab leak on us. Now that's what they're going to try to do. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm well maybe it was possible, and they were the main ones saying it was no way possible. And we mm-hmm. all know it's an act of nature. They're going to come back on the lab leak because they're going to have to because they, here's the kicker. If what they're saying is COVID-19 now today is the exact same thing from the synthetic in 2016, that indicates there was nothing until the injection. Hmm. So they got to come out with a lie. They, they, they're working, they working really scrambling right now. That's why you ain't heard Fauci open his mouth in about a, almost well, going on three, three, three weeks now. It says, um, said that the research was conducted at, at Lund University. A new Swedish study published in the MD, oh, for, before we, before we do that, I found my clip. Here we go. This is this was broadcasted on the BBC. Okay, here we go. Holds it together and it allows it to stay 100% in that structure that's present on the surface of the virus. The shape of the coronavirus spike protein before the virus meets our cells is what triggers the most protective antibody response. So Keith must make the spike protein in the lab locking it into exactly the same shape by adding another protein that acts a bit like a clamp. And that protein is a tiny fragment of HIV. What do you say to something like that? <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. The coronavirus spike protein sent in that structure is present on the surface of the virus. The shape of the coronavirus spike protein before the virus meets our cells is what triggers the most protective antibody response. So Keith must make the spike protein in the lab, 
locking it into existence that acts a bit like a clamp. And that protein is a tiny fragment of HIV. I don't, I don't want to laugh. But they said they had to use a strain of HIV to serve as a clamp. <laughs> as, a, as a clamp. But, but see, they lying about to, that, too. They lying about that explain shit, Explain to me. Go ahead. Explain, explain to me why. The, uh, explain to us a why. A virus called HIV. Mm-hmm has never been isolated and been shown to exist. These bastards are shooting us with something that is destroying the recipient's immune system and is the result of those acid combinations that's causing people to have what we call acquired immune deficiency syndrome. You acquire that immune deficiency. It doesn't, when you look at AIDS, it don't say what's in front of that goddamn A. It just said you acquired it. You can, I dare anybody. Shit, it probably mean auto, really. Fuck acquire and probably mean auto, but go ahead. I've read the Fauci Fauci book, Susina. But what I'm saying is this. They have never isolated a virus called well, no, well, HIV. Well, well, Judy Michael Vish says she did. And she said they stole that shit from her, took her fucking report, and threw her ass in jail. That's according to her. Because she said she was working on the shit, and they stole it from her. Fauci made her give it up. That's her story. If Now, we got to see where, whatever she did, we got to see where it came from because they've been playing with mm-hmm. these synthetics for a long time. Now, just that because you synthetically made it don't mean you know, it, it can be something now that you synthetically programmed it, and this is the label you gave to that synthetic. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing. And I don't I, – every motherfucking book and study I have read – Mm-hmm. I have not found what anybody has 100% demonstrated that in nature there mm-hmm. is a virus called HIV. But that's the thing. Not in nature. We we, we know they created the shit. It's not in nature. It didn't, we know it didn't come from no goddamn green monkey. It's not in nature. Now, you almost where but, I need you to be. Now, now we're going to put one plus two, one plus one but, together. So essentially what we're looking at is whatever they created and was calling HIV is probably was not perfected because we went from HIV, then they went to SARS-1, now we're at Mm -hmm. SARS-2. All three have an element of that spike protein. It's one in the same goddamn, they in the same family. So when so, so they're being misleading. The when they're saying they're adding a code to something, you ain't adding mm-hmm. a mother. You ain't adding anything. What you're doing is just giving us a different brand of the thing that you have created earlier. So you got Budweiser, then you got Bud Light, 
Then you got Bud Ultralight. All that shit, Budweiser. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling my age, saying Budweiser. Uh, I don't even know if they still sell that shit, but mm-hmm. it's all Budweiser. No, no doubt. No, 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 no. I want to hear that one more time, though. Mm-hmm. I'm it holds it together and it allows it to stay 100% in that structure that's present on the surface of the virus. The shape of the coronavirus spike protein before the virus meets our cells is what triggers the most protective antibody response. So Keith must make the spike protein in the lab, locking it into exactly the same shape by adding another protein that acts a bit like a clamp. And that protein is a tiny fragment of HIV. (laughs) What's the cold Uh, to the HIV? We want to see the colds, man. I mean, they got us reading all this. You read enough of it, you you begin to understand all those funny-looking letters and what they mean. Where's the code to? They put the A, H, U, G, Guaymine, and all that shit. (laughs) Give us the code to the HIV and let us make the call ourselves. Because, you know, that's that's, that's the man. I mean, they're telling you right there it's manufactured. You guys have been such an inspiration. Because you can read this shit. If you read it enough, you can begin to understand it. And you're looking at this shit. Like these people are crazy. <laughs> but he, he he told they told you right there it's just a little snippet. It had yeah. to be made in the lab. They t- they had to right. take it in the lab, That's put it true. on the clamp of the spike protein to true. bond it. So they bonded mm-hmm. the spike protein with a that was made in the lab. I mean. You know what I'm saying? This is broadcasted on the BBC. I'm trying to find the entire episode if it ain't been scrubbed, but I've been trying to find the, the entire episode. All right. Um, but let's, mm. let's get to this report. It says, a new Swedish study published by the MDPI found that the Pfizer vaccine goes into liver cells and converts to DNA. Challenging claims so far that the mRNA COVID-19 vaccine do not change or interact with your DNA in any way. You see, um, yeah, it says it's the first time that researchers have shown in vitro or inside of a Petri dish how an mRNA vaccine is converted into DNA on a human liver cell line. The Epic Times reported. Ashley almost got me a membership to the fucking Epic Times, man. <laughs> I almost, I hope they, I almost mm-hmm. bought a fucking because they, because they, they be hard hit. It says it's precisely what health experts and fact checkers said for more than a year could not occur. Well, I mean, we knew that off the rip. I mean, it was just, it was just obvious once you hear what, what the technology is. I mean, it don't it don't take nobody. It takes common sense to let you know that it was interacting with the cells. That's what it RNA is. It is a, it gives directions to the fucking cells to the to the DNA. I mean, it's what 
they do. So how could anybody even think that it's not their shit is not being affected? Because they told you so? <laughs> okay. Dr. Peter McCullough. <laughs> Dr. Peter McCullough, an internist, um, that's one of the guys that was also on the um, Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, I told y'all to check that shit out. Um, cardiologist and epidemiologist who was one of the leading critics of this vaccine said that his that said the findings had enormous implication on permanent chromosomal change that could drive a whole new genre of chronic disease. That's what we've been. That's what I've been saying for the rip. I said this shit was made to get rid of already the 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 ill. When to just get get them off the planet because you you know good, and then make the rest who were foolish enough to fuck around chronically <laughs> ill to the day they are no more physically here, and make money off of them the whole time, all the while. The CDC assures Americans that the mRNA and the spike protein it produces in the COVID and, and, and for a matter of fact. When you just look at it, when you look at what the shit does. There we go. There you go. The vaccine gives instructions to your body to make the pathogen. It, yes. it, that's what the instructions are. Make a motherfucking pathogen out of your own body, your own tissue, your own cells. Mm-hmm. It's telling it to make a pathogen. Exactly. So there's no turnoff switch. Ain't no turnoff switch. If it's telling, if that shit is going all throughout your body and telling your body to create a pathogen that then your immune system can react to. You tell me that ain't them. Uh, ain't you no tell me that off. ain't them. No turnoff. Is your body's creating a pathogen. Because it's been given instructions to do so. Crazy. Says the CDC assures Americans that the mRNA and the spike protein that produces in COVID nineteen vaccines to create an immune um, immune response um, don't last long in the body. On this website, the agency states our cells break down the mRNA and get rid of it within a few days after vaccination. Scientists estimate that the spike protein, like other proteins our body creates, may stay in the body up to a few weeks. Further, the CDC says on a webpage titled Myths and Facts About the COVID-19 Vaccine that the genetic material delivered by mRNA vaccines never enters the nucleus of your cells. However, Mm. the researchers at Lund University at Malmo, Sweden, found that the mRNA vaccines enters the human liver cells and triggers the cell's DNA into right, and triggers the cell's DNA in the nucleus to increase the production of a line one gene expression to make mRNA. This is how the clearly how the body makes the pathogen. The whole mm-hmm. process occurred rapidly within six hours. Concluded the study which was published by the university's Department of Clinical Sciences. 
Pfizer did not comment on the study's findings, you don't say. (laughs) The the Epic Times reported, stating only that the mRNA vaccine does not alter the human genome. Well, all these motherfuckers quiet right now. I ain't seen Mr. Pfizer talk in a couple of weeks. Fauci hiding. Um... This is why they're ready to turn the page. It's, it's, it's an assortment of reasons why they're willing to now turn the page. Even the unvaccinated, let's, let's stop fucking with them on the surface. Mm-hmm. Let's, hide the, let's hide the findings. That we fuck. That's one thing you got to like about um, everything they do always blows back up in their face. To me, that's that's the universe. That's the most high. That's the ones who just be like, you, you can't. You're not gonna get. You, you're gonna get away with those who are foolish enough to follow you, but everything will be revealed. The only thing you have to do is be patient. Don't jump. Just be patient, and everything will be revealed. It's a song by Demar. It's called "Time Will Reveal." Mm-hmm. Okay. This time is for real. Reveal. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> this I love for real. Yeah. Um, mm. They thought they was going to be a getaway with it and have people just forget about it by saying that you got to wait 75 years to get information. Nope. You got to appreciate the people who go in and, and, and put that shit out. So what's going to happen to these folks? I'm going to let my man Sean, Dr. Sean, always says it. Dr. Sean is so good. That's my homeboy. Shout out to Dr. Sean. To me, who's who said the most profound shit during this whole COVID situation. I'm going to let Miss Dr. Sean say it. I play it. I might just start playing it every show, at, the, at least one time every show. Because I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm starting to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, you've seen these motherfuckers, um, unexplainably um, getting hospitalized and then got these people convinced that it's the vaccine that's saving their life when in fact it's the shit that has put you in a situation that you have to be hospitalized when probably just like the 98% recovery rate of all people you would have been I. But Of yeah. course they were going to oh, be man. fine because there was never... <laughs> No COVID nineteen to begin with. What we have is a synthetic ribonucleic sequence that has been uh-huh. injected into people, and the results of that injection is what we are calling COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. And that's what the record okay. reflects. And that's what it does. Let, let me get my homeboy hey, right here. Doctor Sean, my favorite. He's becoming one of my favorite doctors. Him, Jim McCullough, and the other one. Um, Disappointed. My name's Doctor Sean Brooks, PhD. Um, <laughs> I have. 48 publications, including 23 books. I've studied health medicine, anatomy, and physiology for approximately 21 years. 
Dr. Robert Malone, who created the messenger RNA vaccine, has said no one should ever take these jabs ever under any circumstance whatsoever. He created it, and he's who have taken it. Excuse me. The people who have taken it are going to die in the next six months to three to five years for three reasons. Number one, you have dramatically decreased your own immune system by 35%. The first jab did it by at least 15. The second did it by 35. Now, if you take any booster shot, you will die. That's it. (laughs) You take a flu shot in the future, you will die. The second reason, antibody-dependent enhancement jabs with everybody who has taken them. Unless, of course, you've taken a placebo, but there's no way that you would know that. So given that fact, antibody-dependent enhancement tricks the entire body into believing that the cell that's eating the pathogen is eating it when it isn't. It ends up leading to what's called a cytokine storm, which causes organ failure. That will cause your death, and there's no stopping that. No amount of drugs will stop that. The third thing, blood clotting. Everyone who has taken the jabs is blood clotting. If you don't believe me, there's a way you can find out. Is that detects blood clotting at the microscopic level. They're cutting full blood clots out of people right now. As I'm talking to you, millions have died from the jabs. In your last meeting, you advocated for people to take the jabs potentially in the future, along with wearing masks. And I heard parents say the same thing. But to the parents who are actually considering jabbing their own children, you're going to sterilize them permanently. People who have taken the jabs are sterilized. 80% of women who have been jabbed have... You can't have kids. You've also injected yourself with the equivalent of HIV. You can now no longer breastfeed, donate blood, donate organs, donate blood plasma, nor bone marrow. If you don't believe me, try to donate blood and blood plasma and find out what happens. You will be denied. Unless, of course, you live in California, in which case they're allowing people to donate toxic blood with spike proteins in it. The jabs create spike proteins. They're in the jabs themselves, and they create it by snapping your arm. You're something else. And they create it by snapping your arms. They're in the jabs themselves. And they create it by snapping your RNA in half. You are no longer a human anymore. You are something else. And you are susceptible to countless diseases. Now, here's what's going to happen in the future very quickly. So you have 15 seconds. Great. I don't know what percentage of your staff has taken the jabs, but your school is going to close. You will not stay open. You will close because they will fall ill and they will die. That will happen in all of your buildings. It will have, it's already happening. All right, thank you, sir. I'm, I bet it is. Thanks. It's already happening. Sir. Good luck. Nothing can stop. <laughs> I love when they be like, all right, all right, sir. That's enough. <laughs> He's like, I'm sure it is. Man, man, man. That, that's a powerful one. Anytime I hear it. Every time I hear yeah, it. I, 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 like, I, I like his. Because, see, like, now we have to perceive with wide, eyes wide open, right? And the, these these demented white folks can be real fucking slick. Because the bottom line, the 
all of them are unanimous, unanimously working together with. And we laid it out today. I gave it to you in order. It took me many, many hours, many, many books, many, many headaches to give it to you, plain and simple. Again, there was no COVID-19, period. So we got stuff that could have saved lives. That narrative is a deception because if it was no COVID-19 to begin with, then fucking ivermectin and hydrochloroquine or whatever it might have been could have been used for something else but it's irrelevant for something that does not exist period now until that sinks in nothing else is going to hit you with the impact that it should be hitting you with. Because, see, now we got to look at the road ahead. And you talk about somebody who knowingly injecting people, then lied about it. I can see one thing if they gave it and said, oops, we got to pull this back. It went another way. We thought it... That's not what they lied all the way down the road. So you know that they have something to hide, and they intentionally injected you with it. So if a man will intentionally inject you with a self-reproducing, cancer-causing agent, what else will he do to you? What else would he do to you? That's the deeper implication of all this shit. Man, they ain't playing. They here. They they really trying to make this um this new this new order pop in every which way. You get you you um get rid of those um who gonna die off, who gonna get sick. The rest will will, will put under the mass hypnosis. Um, because this inflation is only gonna get worse. It's not gonna get better. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that to. I don't want to um inject like no fear. I'm not broad. I don't want to broadcast um like I'm projecting fear or anything like that. So, you know what I'm saying. But but I what I'm not. saying is that I, I know I'm. I mean, because I'm not afraid. I because I ain't afraid. No. No, I'm not afraid no, about I mean, what these motherfuckers it's say. It's so scary, so but it's, it's, a, it's a sense of security. When you sit down and yeah. just, like, put the brain to it, a sense of security, mm-hmm. comes, you know, it's not easy to look at. Right. But this is what I'm saying so, now. If a man will intentionally inject you with a self-reproducing cancer agent, that same man will intentionally crash your currency. Yes. You see what I'm saying? That same man will intentionally bring you into dire straits. So 
everything that we're seeing now is intentional. All of it. Let's be clear about this. It's well, intentional. Continue. Joe Biden, we ain't going to let him. He could play that. See, they even got him playing that buffoon role. Because, see, that's another diversion. Oh, Joe oh, Biden, he's now. He's the president. I mean, like, goddamn, y'all making some unsee-now moves on us for a see-now president. Ain't nothing about this shit see-now that they doing, right? Well, yeah, cause, I mean, I mean, just you know, he 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 ain't running shit. He ain't calling no shots. I mean, man, this is way above his pay grade. This nigga got marching orders, and you can, and to me, the State of the Union. I don't know if I'm. I, I want to play the State of the Union because I want to. I want to be able to show where he's given a showing his hand. I don't know if they intentionally do that, but um. It, it, you can really see how um, it's the same shit. It's the same framework for the Great Reset. I've never okay. I like I like history. Always have. You've never seen in any of the world world wars based on I'll just say based on the history that has been given to us. Right. You got the rest of the stuff. We kind of gotta. Decipher on our own But between what they Told us And then what we've been able to live through Ourselves I've never seen The world So quickly Rally Around A conflict They all in lockstep About How to cut off Russia Doing all this shit I've never seen private companies go after warring countries. Hell, IBM stayed with the fucking Nazis during the so-called Holocaust. IBM didn't stop working, doing what they do. You know what I'm saying? They didn't shut down their computers and say we're not, um, we gonna we we gonna not fuck with um, Nazi Germany. But yet you got. All the tech companies, all the banks, and all this shit, all just all together. Europe, quickly as ever than I've seen in, in my recollection of history, how they all rally together and start changing um, how they even deal with conflict. Europe don't get involved with shit when it comes to world conflicts. They don't. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they send in ammunitions, all that shit. They don't do that. It's not what they do. So what I'm saying is, is that it's all a part of the Great Reset, even this conflict. Yes. They thought that COVID, this that this shit might create the unifying moment of unifying the world to be able to change shit. That's what they was really, I mean, we know they was trying to do the guide to that because that's all they kept repeating over and over, trying to drill it in people's head, but it actually created more division. And that's where you got to thank Trump. And I say that, that's where I thank Trump because I say he wasn't going along with it because 
he created the skepticism initially. He created the skepticism outside of people who like us who already don't fuck with none of it anyway. We don't fuck with none of this shit anyway. But I'm talking about for the everyday other people out there who might have went along with it. Um, you know, how uh, who would have went along with it, but he created the skepticism, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, what's up, Ethereum? He said COVID showed us how close one government ready to run. Uh, you mean one, how close one government ready to run? I mean, one world government? What do you mean? COVID show how us how close one government ready to run. I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. And and but it created a, a major divide. So they like mm, that didn't really work. Just get this war shit jumping off. Let's create. Right. Let's create this. This is either this wag the dog. Right, mm-hmm. put all the players in, you know, wag the dog, create this this situation, and lo and behold, private, public governments all rallying around this situation here over in Ukraine. Now, remember last because week I said they can have it. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely, you never, you never, I've never seen world governments so quickly, uniformly. Come on one accord. Not this quick. Because Not I, this fucking quick. What is this shit? What has shit been happening for five days, y'all? Four days? How long has shit been This shit been happening for four days. It went from skirmish between Ukraine and Russia and Southeast right. goddamn Ukraine, where they've been fighting since I was little. Those Slavic people have been slaughtering each other for a long time. And it goes from country to from Serbia to Lithuania. Uh, come on down, Romania. That's what they do. They slaughter each other. So they've been doing that oh. shit. Within a couple of days now, it turned into USA mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. Russia. That's just crazy. But they're all one. It, 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 yeah, and they all won, and now you've got um, Russian oligarchs who are selling their soccer teams, and I'm going to give all my money to the Ukrainian calls and shit like that. I'm like, man, come on. Yeah. I'm like, no. The, the, the world the governments yeah, don't rally in five won. days. How long this shit the been going on, y'all? Media five days? is lying. They are lying. They are trying to cast the illusion that their grand utopian scheme of being the generation that will finally rule the whole goddamn world is not working. So like Ethereum put in there now, they got to mm-hmm. ban RT. They got to ban uh, Sputnik, which is a very good news source, really. They got to ban mm-hmm. all these people, right? They, right. We can't even go on Facebook. <clears throat> They'll ban us if we go too far with it. So now what you're yeah. left with is just one picture, one narrative, and all that shit is they're making it up. They got busted the other day. We thought all hell was breaking loose in Ukraine, 
And then on the, the folks in the alternative media, the independent journalists out there, they look this shit up and say, hold on, this clip was from the goddamn 2014 when Zelensky first got in office. This isn't new. That's an old clip of Zelensky you showing people. Then they looked at another clip. What? Then they started looking at the be... fucking pictures and shit. Right. And so, and I'm looking, and, I, and right, and I'm looking, I'm on LinkedIn, right? Um, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn now. Facebook mm-hmm. kind of don't do it for me no more at all. I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm watching all these pictures of Zelensky, like, it's like these glam shots of him. You know, him coming out of a, um, s- surrounded by troops at a table eating crackers and cheese and shit. And it's like, it's, you know, it it just looks, it just looks weird. You know what I'm saying they got they showing pictures of him with his, with his wife and and um, like family portraits and shit. And it's it's just the oddest shit I've ever seen. It, it just you can tell it ain't right. You can just tell it ain't none of this shit right. It, it, it ain't nothing right. It ain't nothing. It ain't right nothing right. It's all manufactured. I'm not saying things are PG yeah. King down on the ground I mean, because no, they're operating according no. to that narrative, really. Right. They'll, they'll stage an event, but it will it can be real-life uh, collateral damage. Don't get it twisted. They'll stage some shit, but lives will, will be lost. But they'll stage shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll, you know what I'm saying? Ask the motherfuckers in Afghanistan was real bombs dropped. Asked the motherfuckers in Iraq was real bombs dropped in staged events. Asked the motherfuckers in Vietnam was real bombs dropped on their ass. Asked Japan. Asked Hiroshima and Nagasaki was real shit dropped on them. But those are all events. Those are all staged events. You know, fake shit. Some of it will be CGI, right? Because we know they got the power with CGI to create anything to make it look like any and everything. But they will have um, real collateral damage, real collateral damage with people. They don't give a fuck about them anyway. That you know, they 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 see them every day. They see them as nothing. So who gives a fuck? They make it. They can sell it better than we can fake it, because they'll really be crying, because they'll really have their children up under rubble. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Now I, I I do agree that there's an element of a false flag, right? But I won't be clear mm-hmm. with what I'm saying. They are in a damn movie studio, manufacturing. Probably eighty percent of what their their asses in Look Up Mountain, that bitch over there by Laurel Canyon <laughs> in Hollywood, their old CIA facility that they had on lockdown for many many what? many years. Really, you still can't get up in that joint, right? With Ronald Reagan, you mm-hmm. they they are making this stuff up. 
Because if they wasn't making up, why aren't they talking about those bombs that Israel is dropping on Syria now today? Why are we not talking Talk about, about it? it. I, now, I saw, I, saw, um, I saw you with that the other day. Tell us what that's about. Because I haven't heard one iota Well, at the same time that this Syria thing is, is being forced <clears throat> down our throat, they over there, uh, Israeli is, is, is dropping bombs like hell over in Syria. So that means that they are expanding down right there on that Northeast Africa corridor. So they up in the Golan Heights. Now, mm-hmm. we already said with the, well, the U.S. said that they will recognize Israel on the part of the Golan Heights. So that will right. probably be in Southeast Syria, right at the corner there. As you come up from Israel over into Syria, they gave them a part of it. Now they're dropping bombs like hell over there again. And and we're not getting any play. Now, at the same time, Russia and Syria is allied, right? They're, they're allied. Right. And, 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 and when they tried to go get the man up out of Syria the first time, mm-hmm. it was Russia there with their with their planes that, you know, told Mm -hmm. the U.S. and everybody else to pump their brakes, right? It was Russia Mm -hmm. and Iran who came in that that, that put a pause to that. So if you got Israel now picking up their bombs on Israel, Russia is now being occupied because they done put a tsunami of goddamn heavy repertory at the man's border. So now Russia, who was the main supporter and backer and defender of Israel, is now occupied because they're lining up ballistics at his border. So now oh. his, his, his defensive posture now takes another perspective because he got to take care of home first while they're over there bombing Syria and expanding that area up into Golan Heights. And all this shit is is, is is goddamn continuous. This this is a continuation from remember when we get that uh the history of, of the Ottoman Empire and the Mongols yes. and the motherfuckers start overrunning yes. those Europeans. Gen- and Genghis stuff. Khan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and they start pushing the Europeans all the way back up into that Nordic, all the way back up, right? That was that was the eight they they fighting like a month. It's the same thing. It okay. is a continuation. Oh, okay. It never stops. See, that's what we're witnessing now. All the rest of that shit is smoking fucking mirrors. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. The the and, the, and just, the hold on when, before you go on. Let me let me add this. Let me throw this in real quick. This is how you know. That's why I said that. This is why I was. I still might play it because we got another hour. Mm-hmm. Of the State of the Union, he talking all that shit about we coming for you, uh, Russian oligarchs, and we coming for this, and we freezing this out, and we freezing that out. Do you know America buys 21% of all its oil from Russia still right now? Right now. Still getting shit from Russia. So does that sound like somebody that you are – it arms lift away from warring with 
America right now is still getting Russian oil. So if you wanted to hurt them, you would cut off the supply to America. How much sense do that make, y'all? Think about it. United States imports more gasoline and other refined petroleum products from Russia than any other country. I'm going to repeat it. The United States imported more gasoline, other refined petroleum products from Russia than any other country in 2021. So you tell me again how they are punishing them. It's all a facade. Go ahead, Mr. Larry. That's just a just another way to show well i mean the, the, that's a great point you bring up but that's that's really a issue of of the internationalists all being one mm-hmm. so the, your, totally your, your government policy is now subordinated to that international globalist structure mm-hmm. so of course you're going to continue to import oil because the the owners of our government <laughs> that's right. what they want to happen so they're not going to shoot themselves in their foot see we're still because the the question is why is US still getting the oil from Russia that's a right that the US right. got any semblance of an independent governing executive judiciary legislative body and we don't they bought and paid for we're nothing more yeah. than the franchise of that international McDonald's structure like McDonald's. I, absolutely you didn't hear the first hour man Glenn Beck broke it down broke it down and to show that this the Biden administration is not the is is being run is you know I mean shit we kind of know but I like when he connect connect the dots like that and show but um, we we going to reach we going to unconnect some of these dots some of these motherfucker dots mm-hmm. ain't dots cuz we hitting on something so it is the it's the yeah. same everything we've been talking about is the same thing we we have to get more observant. I think Dawn said it maybe three months ago. She was like, we're not demonic enough. We need to get into mm-hmm. their motherfucking mindset. <laughs> and I wrote mm-hmm. it down. And and I'm like, yeah, she, you know what I'm saying? We got to have what mm-hmm. the fuck they think. So they put that bone out there for us. Oh, the U.S. is still buying Russian oil. But what that covers up, that covers up the fact that it ain't no goddamn USA. BlackRock on this Vanguard. shit. Vanguard on this shit. Vanguard. Um, who was the other one? Uh, those fuck, those uh, tides. The Tide Corporation. Um, and yeah, they own it. Yeah, that's who yeah. own this shit. Yeah. That's why the oil is coming in. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell they ain't gonna mess their own money out. You know what right. I'm saying? But you got to give the keep the illusion. Because if people start to awaken to the fact that your black ass Democrat council member 
who keep coming to beg for your vote every two years <laughs> is nothing more than the agent of BlackRock, you're going to be pissed off. <laughs> you're going to be pissed off, right? I mean, so, I mean, how, 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 could, how could they miss it? They got BlackRock executives, former executives, all throughout the, the uh, all throughout it, all throughout it. At least four or five um, former um, BlackRock and, um, employees. That's who shaped all policy. We knew that, right? That's who shaped the policy. Yeah. It ain't Nancy. It ain't none of them, right? Yes. Black Rock, no, Black Rock, Ryan, they are one of the largest hedge funds, if not the largest hedge fund in the world. I got the the dude who run it, I got his book. His name is something Schwartz. (laughs) I I bought his book. I said I got to read it. A good example, Black Mm -hmm. Rock got a piece of Pepsi, a big Mm -hmm. piece. They got a controlling interest in Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. right? Now, when you go to the store or, in general, where we at on the consumer market, that shit, people get serious. You Pepsi or Coca-Cola, motherfucker, they, they judge your whole character based on, you know what I mean? If you're a Pepsi person and you drinking Coca-Cola, oh, man, I don't mess with no Coca-Cola drinkers. But BlackRock <laughs> on them both. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of how it is working over in this uh, policy round. So they own all that, but Yakub, he taught his people deception, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's a sure. philosophy, deception. So they're getting away with it because they – they giving us this motherfucking Coptic Egyptian ass motherfucker, the one who brought that white man and put it over top of the sun and knew what the fuck they was doing. So when they come right. to our community, we got to get rid of all those motherfuckers now mm. because all I'm working with BlackRock. All of them. Check it out, y'all. Just so you, so you, just give you a little taste of who BlackRock is and what they do and all that shit. For one, they are the largest uh, corporate homeowners in the country. Okay. They they own like you know they they do they own like uh, almost fifty percent of all housing in this country. All right. Check it out. They hold over $9 trillion in assets under management, $9 trillion in assets, okay? That's, that's bigger GDP than most countries. They claim America's GDP is $21 trillion. BlackRock by itself is 9 Do you understand what I'm saying? So you see the kind of power that they are wielding, right? Who are all BlackRock investment executives who are in the White House right now? Brian Deese is one. He serves on the National Economic Council, okay? Brian Deese. So they set an economic policy. 
and we see what a clusterfuck that's been so far. The other one is Adwal Adomino. That's a brother, too. I've seen him quite a bit. He's a former chief of staff to the BlackRock chief executive, so he's the right-hand man to the man who runs BlackRock. Well, he now serves as the top official for the Treasury Department in the Biden administration. The former global chief investment strategist of BlackRock, name is Michael Ply. Where does he sit now? He sits as the chief of the economic advisor and serves as uh, chief of staff to Vice President Harris. Okay? Not to mention, these Adamino and Powell all worked for the Obama administration also. That's just the taste. There's more of them. I can keep going, but you get my point. Mm-hmm. Even that motherfucker that um that's with the military, that black dude that they put in, he worked at BlackRock as in the public space. Well, go ahead, Miss. I'm glad you brought them up. I really talked about them maybe a year ago, but I'm glad you brought them back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, and. Um... I'm 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 glad that because that's another prime example. So mm-hmm. when we're looking at these things as disjointed, we got to now sharpen our perception where we can see through that. Because see, our survival depends on this. When you're talking about a man who would intentionally object millions and millions and millions upon millions of people with a self-reproducing mm-hmm. cancer-causing ribonucleic acid <laughs> combination. Our survival depends on this. So we can't afford to be caught slipping because if they catch you slipping, you're going to slip. If sleep slip, then it's slipping. But if I got my knee in a ding, you know stay tripping. All right. We can't you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if they catch you slip, you're going to slip. All right. Let me bring in, uh, no doubt. Let me bring in, uh, let me bring in Doc. Come on in, Dr. Thompson. What's happening? How, how you doing, Doc? Hey, hey, all praises to Elian Elian El Kloon, Most High Highest. How are you doing? How are you, Doctor? Great to hear from you. Good to hear you. Good yeah, you, Doc. it's mano o mano time. It's mano o mano time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Sure. Yes. But now, the one thing I wanted to get you to clarify for me is um, okay. uh, uh, the, uh, is that um, the um, nuclear power plant Chernobyl, please clarify mm-hmm. this for me, when they had the accident, the nuclear power plant in Chernobyl, that was Russia, right? Yes. Yes. So why is it great news or why is it headline news that Russia made it to the Chernobyl power plant, you know, in the, it, three, two, three days ago? They I, said I Russia have, have surrounded the Chernobyl power plant in Ukraine. Now, power right. plants don't move. Is my understanding. Right. You can't pick up a power plant and move it from one country <laughs> to another, right? Especially not Chernobyl. Especially not Chernobyl. <laughs> Chernobyl is, is, so it's been inhabited plant. for for years, so for like what, almost what, what thirty to three decades. Please, please help me out. 
help me out with that, please. That's a that's a good one. I didn't, I haven't thought. I didn't give it no thought. To be honest with you, Doc, when I heard about it, <laughs> I didn't I didn't give it a thought. Of why that was interesting. Plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. that was big news years ago. Russia had a big nuclear power plant explosion um, at Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, Russia has to has to go inside another country to to get to Chernobyl. Yes. Yes. Well, that the just Ukraine lets you know. Was taken out subsequent to that. So when when the 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 nuclear the when they it looks like a bomb dropped on that motherfucker if you ask me, but we can say that it 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 just self destructed over there. Bleeding. Um, but. That that predated uh, the, 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 that particular area was a part of the Soviet Union at that time. It now sits in Ukraine, uh, I guess because it's expansion or whatever. I don't know why that. I don't know why they jumping up and down. You know, I get your question. That's a great question. I never, yeah, I, I, I never. Not unless it's something over there that's up and running. That needed to be got. Uh huh. Something that they need to get. Chernobyl. The disaster happened in '86, okay? according to this. Yeah. 1986. Mm-hmm. That's why I said they ain't so been over they, there in 30 years. It's been empty. It's been so yeah. called. Well, at least they was telling us. <laughs> so Russia just let it go when when they divided the country when they divided the USSR Russia just let Chernobyl go. Mm-hmm. Ukraine is here. That that just lets you know actually that mm, really kind of saying that uh, Ukraine never really there is no Ukraine. It's kind of what it's saying. Correct. That's, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what uh, Putin is saying in his interviews. Yeah. He's, that's what Putin yeah. is saying. He's saying, technically speaking, that white you know, there was no Ukraine. Oh. Y'all carved it out. Out of our territory. It all jumped off just at the same time AT&T decides to go um, um, 5G. Oh. Yes. They it's the same time they're trying to force us to take all this electronic shots and all this shit they got it right. The tracking system. All of them at the same time. Wild shit. Wild shit. Well, Doc, you, uh, I, I like that. You just gave me something else to think about. Because I did. I heard about it, but I didn't give it no no thought at all. My guess will be yeah. that it's something up, up there in Chernobyl. Either... <laughs> They have, uh, you know, how these people be mm-hmm. doing clandestine stuff. So either that building is up and running or is housing something, mm-hmm. or where it sits is a strategic military location. Well, I can definitely see it housing something. Yeah, I can strategic military location. Yeah, any any nuclear power plant is going to be strategic. Right. Oh, let me see that. We got a mic open. Hold on one second. Let's see. Let's see who this is. Nine zero nine. Did you mean to have your hand up? Nine zero nine three one nine. Yes. 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 Okay. 
you, you don't have to work. do with politics. What do you, what do you want to, uh, where you calling yeah, from? Yeah, and what, sorry. what do you want to bring to the table? Yeah, what's your oh, name? Where are like, you calling from? My name is, I'm calling from Southern California. This is bringing it, boy. Okay. And maybe in the chat room. Anyways, um, what you guys are talking about with the Black Rock and, um, mm-hmm. oh, the other one, I can't, Vanguard. Not only own there, they say, I got to check with my investors. They're the mm-hmm. investors. And not only do they own all these companies, but they own the things that make those companies. So you just can't make a product and say you got like a product to make, but you have to buy the certain materials to buy it, to make mm-hmm. it. They own that too. Mm-hmm. The raw materials. The, 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 they, so you just can't just say, hey, I'm going to make this without having to go through them. They, they got I mean, they're corner market on everything. Great point. Like with uh, for like with um, Pepsi and Coke, like you brought up, and um, um, they they own the sugar that comes, you know, to make the um, the drink. They the the company, the syrup, and all that. I mean, they they got their hands in, and it, it's like that's who, um, yeah, like you're saying, pretty much who runs the world. Correct. Uh, you know. I mean, they they wanted the players. They wanted the major players, you know. Well, they're the players, you know. They're the players. That's the thing. You know, I mean, so. again, they they own all the everything. They're just like you. Just can't make a product. I mean, you buy a house, you got to get the wood. You get the wood through. Okay, that company, but that company's already owned by them. Mm-hmm. And if they don't like what you, you don't invest <laughs> with them, then you, then you don't get to make your product. Oh. Unless Sorry, you come dude. up with the product. Yeah, I mean, shit. Everybody looks for their money. You 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 bring a product to market. You're looking for them to invest in whatever it is that you got. You, you want, yeah. you know, people want their money. So, you know, like you said, they got a piece like, of they got a little piece of everything. I mean, you got nine three whole nine trillion dollars worth of assets that you manage. I mean, come on now. See you. And like, well, I like the show Shark Tank. You know, you buy you bring your product up there, and those guys buy it and everything. But then they're already owned by those guys. By Vanguard and uh, BlackRock, mm-hmm. it's just—it's crazy how how sure. they're so influencing everything in our life. Let's put it that way. And um, just—I'm glad you brought that up tonight. I just heard that at the end, and it's like, oh, right on. Someone else yeah. knows about them, <laughs> right? I mean, it's in everybody's face, but they—you know—I mean, they're yeah. not—they're not—they're um, not cloaking it. Them folks don't hide what what they do. It's just, you know, Americans have just been so conditioned to think that. I mean, that's just business as usual at this point. They don't have, they don't see they don't see the corruption in it. They don't see the conflict, the interest in it. None of that. And for at the end of the day, like they like who the fuck gonna stop me? Exactly. And I wonder um, where where like maybe like China fits in with this. Because they, I mean, I'm thinking that they own, they got their hands in everything else too. So I was wondering, well, if, I was thinking if those companies have to deal with them, too, I, I, or are they I just think China is a, a subsidiary as well. They're okay. just a convenient, um, a, a convenient deflection. So let Here me you give go. you an example. As we look into that synthetic ass motherfucker spike that they made up in the <laughs> United States, they got busted. So what did they do? They contract, they opened something up and contracted it out to their partners in China. So when all of that got exposed 
everybody is hollering Wuhan, Wuhan, Wuhan. But it wasn't Wuhan. Wuhan was getting paid by the United States to provide a service. The same thing across the board. So China is just another subsidiary in this whole thing. Now, granted, they can they have more control over China, so they can do all these uh, social adjustments in China very easily because of the system that China's on. So they send it over to China. China becomes like the Petri dish, right? And then once they have it perfected, they then export it across the world to where they want. So when COVID broke down, what did everybody say? Oh, we want to use the China model. And that's what they did, right? They locked everybody down and forced everybody to get on the grid and all this crazy stuff. So China is just another subsidiary to the same people that's calling the shots over here in the United States. Right. They just they just do it well. They they do the the authoritarianism mixed with capitalism better than anybody does it. That's why they're the model. They do it better than anybody. This is why you got people like Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett saying that we need to run our economic system like China. When would you when when in a, in a fucking hundred years we would have ever thought that you would hear corporate you know, giants saying we need to run our shit like China. No kidding. And, and got That's and get no backlash. To get they they nobody came down on them. Nobody was like, how you know, how dare you? Like they, he just saying we just need to control this shit like like China, man. We just and they are the blueprint. They are the blueprint of how they want to go forward in the world. I so see, that's that's, all, that's what I see when I see China. And, how they got a grip on their people. I mean, you don't do shit without government's approval. Everything you do, you have to partner with them in the most serious way. Hey, that's public private yeah. partnership. This is why they this is why they're yelling at private public partnership. We watched it come under control during the Senate hearings. I don't think people really knew what they were watching when they all the tech tech giants were sitting before Congress. That's what them come that's was that was like the culmination of all them coming up under saying, All you new tech money motherfuckers, all y'all that got this new money and all this new power and influence, y'all better get up under this uh, umbrella too. Because we know you wield a lot of influence, but this is how it's going. And and because if you looked at how they looked, like facial expressions and shit, when you looked at Zuckerberg, when you looked at um, what's his name, the dude Jack Dorsey, when you looked at old boy from Google, it looked like they was just like, like you know, I'm saying like they had no choice. It was like they were being strong armed. Like this was your initiation. Your initiation on in. That's how I kind of saw it. Because those hearings were happening right before everything jumped off. Those hearings were going on all throughout the duration of 2018 and 2019. From from vaccine information, remember that? 
I don't know if y'all remember that, when they would have those hearings about controlling the flow of information in relation to vaccines before, and this is before any of this stuff popped off, it was about parents' rights and their right to um, how they dealt with their children. And they had Zuckerberg and all that. I'm like, damn, now that I think in hindsight, I was like, damn, that was all precursor to, to how they wanted them to control the flow of information. And that's why I say it was like, to me, it was like the, you know, I, I don't know, I, I could be wrong, but I, I, saw, I always saw that, all of them, um, them trials and them hearings and them sit-downs. People in America did not pay attention, and they didn't give a shit. They was trying to um, cloak it under controlling, don't, not wanting them to monopolize. You have Warren, Senator Warren, who was bringing up these things, talking about we need to bring them in and break up them. They ain't breaking up shit. What happened to that talk? When she tried to run for a president, that's all they was talking about, breaking up the monopoly. You don't hear a word about breaking up Google, breaking up Facebook. You don't hear nothing about that anymore. Out the window. Because now they got them under control. They do as they're told. We tell you what to, information to disseminate. We'll tell you that this is acceptable and what is not acceptable. We can tell you who feed literally to cut off, and it's all acceptable. we got to condition the people for it. And that's what you got. Everybody going along, and you'll see no problem with it. What y'all got? Go ahead. Mr. Larry. Uh, the 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 uh, but see, here's the thing with China. Mhm. A lot of these corporations are based in China, so you got Apple's over there, Nike's over there, Microsoft's mm-hmm. over there. So mm-hmm. a lot of the major what we call U.S. companies is based in China, right? They USA. In name only. So, to me, an inordinate focus on China deflects from the action of the United States, which in turn deflects from this international power structure that has brought the United States off. So, it's like a string of deflection prevent from looking at the source. Uh, a, a big part of the problem is we have to begin to train ourselves to not think of boundaries and countries in so concrete of a terms that we have been conditioned to do over time. Because, see, we're dealing with an international structure who don't see any boundaries. These folks are saying, all this shit is mine. You got, just like in 1984, Eurasia and the the regions that they had, all under that structure. So... When we're talking in terms of the USA did this or China did that or those idiots over in Europe, they did that. 
we're we're talking about one and the same entity that's causing all this havoc everywhere. There is no difference. And right now, China's sitting on slave labor over there. <laughs> you know, uh, they, they have a capitalist system, but everything is state-owned. So the only beneficiaries of that capitalist system over there in China is the state of is the the Chinese state uh, because that's a communist nation. But these borders, man, is 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 really giving it a fit, man. There's some smoke and mirrors in there, you know, to get us pointed every which way. Right now, is all boiling down to the the fucking. Uh, was it uh, David and Goliath or whatever it was? I think I'm getting it right. That's what it's boiling down to. Pick a side. Pick a side. Ooh, right. The international people who are continuing a thousand upon thousand year of journey. Uh, unifying the entire goddamn world. <laughs> then you got the other side saying, look, man, this is my shit here. What are you doing? <laughs> and that's what the fight is boiling down to. Mm. Pick a side. Pick a side. But then you a have public these, enemy got a side song called "What you, Side On." What motherfucking side you on? What side is on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have, people maybe need I to understand about that. Russia is this. Russia is technically known as Eurasia, right? So it sits Shared right there. That's right. It's on mm-hmm. the Asian steep, so it's more Asian True. than anything else. Right. If those white people think they're going to go into Asia, which reaches from Russia, who has the largest land mass that we know of in the world, coming all the way down through uh, Turkey and all of that shit, they're going to get slaughtered because they've been trying to come down out of out of that North European zone for a while, for thousands of years since they've been pushed back up. They every time they come down, they get slaughtered and pushed back over. And Russia stand right there at the gate. So all they're trying to do is get back that territory that we the the what we call the Ottomans took that shit over before. Like you mm-hmm. said, Genghis Khan Genghis and them Khan. took the shit over mm-hmm. before. The, uh, right. the 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 with the Huskites or the Hittite whatever the hell they took that shit over before you had the Africa probably was developed probably was a part of Africa if you look at the map back in ancient time right so the Europeans has been trying to take that straight because if you control control that straight from Israel going up to Syria up until this the over on the where the seas are going the Caption Sea. You control like like three different goddamn continents because that's the gateway. 
that's the gateway into Africa. That's the gateway into uh, East Africa, what we call Arabia now. That's the shortcut to get over down into the, the East uh, Asiats down in the South. If you control that area, just look at the map. You don't even have to be like a historical a historical buff. Just get a goddamn world map and circle that shit. Hey, and you can be like, oh, man, it's a battle over the resources, right? So this is where I want to go with, though, for real. I got this book. Because I took what Don was saying. Don was like, we got to get up into that mindset, right? So, okay, I got a good grasp. I see what they're doing here. Let me go back to eugenics. Because, see, that's what these shots are. Let, let's not play no game. All of this is coming from that eugenic philosophy that really started okay. here in the United States and then was imported over to Germany, really. So when you start looking at genetics, that takes you to the philosophy of the white nationalists. That's where it's eventually going to lead you. So when you go through yeah. eugenics, you're going to hit the Margaret Sangers, right? Margaret, right. she points to something that predated her, which is Germany. Germany points to something that predated them, which is the United States. They point to something that predated them, the Nordics up there in Northwest goddamn Europe, behind, you know, where it's just cold forever. Yeah, they're the homeless. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The blonde, blue eyes. That's where they come from. Isn't that interesting? As you say that, and like I said, the major players behind a lot of these funds are Swedish. In Nordic people, yes. you know what I'm saying? In that, in that wild, but yeah. yeah, because see, when you come down over to that area where they fighting at, it changes over. So that's where you're that the Slavs, they're your dark haired ones. Them Slavs, they some mixed breed bastards over there. The, them Slavs are mixed with African, Asian, and white people. Right, they was always looked at as a bastard nation. Those Slavs are closer to Asiatics than they are that Nordic up there. Right, with with yeah. the 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 blonde hair and the blue eyes is characteristic of those people all the way up north. So I I got this book. It's called The Rising Tide of Color. Against White World Supremacy. I got several books because I'm looking at that, but that's the name of it. The Rising Tide of Color Against White World Supremacy. Now, that book is uh, the philosophy of the eugenist, right? The scientist who's behind this eugenic, uh, eugenic shit that they're doing. And when you look at it, we hit it on the nail now. This is uh, literature from 1920. 19, I got one book from 1910. Some, and they all saying the same thing. The problem is 
that <laughs> every time they come from out of the alpines, they are facing genetical annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's they got this huge problem because everywhere they go, they surrounded. They surrounded by niggas. <laughs> and I'm looking at this stuff. They are keenly aware because it's in their book. You seeing better? I'm saying I'm coming across goddamn better Black history. Not to say facts. I'm talking about the underlying principles, mm-hmm. times and dates. They play with that, but the underlying mm-hmm. principle. These people know. So you know how we go around and say I'm a Black God. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a king. These we ain't got to explain shit to them. It's in their book. And their books tell them that we have to annihilate them or they're going to annihilate us. You see what I'm saying? So that's what this is all coming down to and how this is opening up. When you when you look at the, the I think Yacoub was in the tablets too, or when you look at the uh, 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 one of uh, Elijah's old book, uh, Muhammad, it's in his books, too. So when you look at that, and I'm reading some of this, this is some white nationalist shit here, right? This is like sort of when Don read the Satanic Bible on the air, right? You're going into their shit, <laughs> right. and you read their right, right, stuff. Right. It's lining up in a very real way. It is lining up so bad. So all of this is coming. So when they're talking about depopulation, they're not talking mm-hmm. in terms of how they putting it to us. It's too many people on earth. We have to clear the environment, and we need to reduce right. it because, hell no. When these motherfuckers, and it's in their own words, when they're talking about the population, how can we uh, depopulate the people so we can who survive. have melanin? So they- and right, so yeah. they can survive. So they can survive. No doubt about that. They have to annihilate because let's keep this real, right? <laughs> Let you say you in, in in a city called Black Man City in the middle of hot ass okay. motherfucker Louisiana, and then okay. this white family want to venture out <laughs> with their white daughter in the middle of. <laughs> Black man goddamn city. Now, okay, nature is going to have it to her. She's going to end up giving it up to the whole motherfucking because it's in her nature. It's like right. coming back home to them. Opposites attract. There's a there's a scientific uh, a part to that. So you put that white girl in front of black man city in goddamn Louisiana. Oh, it's Man, called college. They gonna have maybe. little light skinned curly haired babies <laughs> running all around coming from that one white woman she's gonna be pregnant so much. It's called it's So called they college gotta campus. stay separated, huh? That's it's called college campuses. Uh that's what that's really <laughs> happening uh on college campuses. I've seen it. They did you know, Becky Gill. Well, uh, I get a white man credit. 
and she get ran through the uh, hoop team. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. That's that's some that's some real talk though. That's what history is looking like, really. But I give a white man credit because his deceptive, demonic thinking, he knows how to use the nature of things and to manipulate it in a strategic way to keep him in that protected, comfortable position. We don't understand the power of genetic superiority. That's why when you move in a white neighborhood, you start seeing for sale signs like a motherfucker. They getting up out of there. (laughs) Our daughters are not safe. Uh, safe, And that's on a very, very serious level because, see, when you're on a battle for resources and land, that's a very serious, serious war, a war that they cannot win based on I don't care how many bombs they got is more of us than them. They can't win that war. So how do they do it? You have to come and let us deal wisely with these Negroes unless they join on the enemy and come together. So they deal wisely with us. So they got us thinking that we less than. You got this 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 critical race theory bullshit out there that is teaching our black people that 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 that, that we're victims. Oh, yeah. Because right, that's, oh, yeah. that, that's it. Oh, yeah, we saw the game playing with that. That's We knew that so was all mental. So they're teaching us all um, this. That, that, that's well, mental war. Real, yeah. What was that song? I got the power. But do, 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 that it's old school, man. Huh? It's, it's getting kind of hectic. It's, it's getting, getting hectic. It's getting kind of hectic. It's getting kind of hectic. Because these folks... Time is up. It, the space is, they're getting pushed all back up into that Nordic region because uh, the, we are populating at a much faster rate than they are. So the die has been set and the decision has been made that the only way that they can survive is we have to depopulate these motherfuckers. You got to depopulate, and then the ones who don't take, who 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 live, we want they want this. Now, remember last week I played that clip, you know, Bumblebee clip through um, of X Files when he talked about what we're watching. Really, she was like the shits in the vaccines killing, you know. Da, da, da. But well, here's the other one. You just said something. The one that get rid of the people through this vaccine, here's the other one, Mr. Larry and everybody else. I want you to hear this. Remember the one I told you from the show called Sliders? I want you to hear about what they plan to do. I, we know Neuralink, all this shit, transhumanism, transhumanism, and what it means. Yes. 
They put it in, They like I said, they love to put it in their television shows. They love it because it's stranger than fiction. You know, the truth is stranger than fiction, so it looks ridiculous. It looks over the top. I want y'all to listen to this. This show, cause this, was, this aired on June 11th, 1999. So approximately, what, 23 years ago? Right? What? About 23 yeah. years ago. That's okay, right. Here we go. I want y'all to hear this. This um this uh, sequence right here. Meditation. Okay. Now let me set the let me set the stage. There, the sliders slide through dimensions. They slide okay. through time. Um, the world is the same, right? But it's different dimensions within the earth. So the you know the you know what I'm saying like so. Shit is the same, but it's like it's different parallel universes inside of the of Earth. I, I know I might be explaining it wrong, but that's what I mean. I will play the opening so you can hear what they're saying, but I want you to hear this. Oh, okay, this part, so again, they slide through time within Earth, different parallels. They're in this city that has been taken over by the scientists and the government. The government and the scientists have taken over this, this town, and they have this thing, how they deal with people who have independent thoughts, who mm. don't think like everybody else. And it's a problem. So let me, I want you to hear what they say they do to, to these folks. Now, Dr. Okay. Carter, or whatever your name is, we are ready to rematch. Is that how you deal with anyone who disagrees with you? Rewire them? Oh, no. This is how we deal with sociopaths and misfits. I've been in your ward. You haven't exactly cured those people. Unfortunately, the remapping isn't always 100% effective, but those who don't fully recover are well taken care of. Unlike yourself. You don't know anything about me. You infiltrated the facility, you assumed a false identity, obviously you're some kind of spy or worse, some free-thinking terrorist. We're just lucky we caught you in time before you could do any more damage. Sounds like this world could use more people like me. Spoken like a true individualist. The fewer of you there are, the better off we are. Ruskin, was that the name? Yeah, Dr. Alice Ruskin. 108, let's go. Okay, that should just about do it. Aren't you in the least bit interested in what's going on with my friend? Oh, I'm very interested, but not in what you have to say about him. We've seen these telekinetic side effects before. Not quite on this scale, but I plan to fix it just as soon as I see to you. That's a good one. My friend. On the wall, it says, think alike. It says, on the wall, if you, if I, you have to see the skit, it says, think alike. The name of the episode is a mind map. It's okay. That's all I think, that's all that comes to mind to me when I hear about Neuralink, transhumanism, is how do we get people to have the one-track mind Think tank, group tank, you know, uh, herd immune, you know, herd thought. 
and the scientists here say it. I'm not, matter of fact, you got to go back a little further than that because she talks about the problem it called, what the problem that individual thought causes, and we're watching it. This is how they see it. Individual thoughts and people who, who you know what I'm saying, got to help, you know, us who think for ourselves, are a, they, we are a detriment to society. And they're playing that out. They're playing that shit out right before our eyes. You think mm. different, you are a detriment to society. So get on board, or we just we're gonna connect you to this shit. <laughs> you ain't gonna have no choice, but then you'll be thinking like the rest of us. Man, I'm trying to, every time I do that, I'm trying to find the other point. Cause I just love what she said. That she said they you bring chaos. You know, because mm-hmm. you revolt, you rebel, you know. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Let's see if this is it. We are ready. Mm-hmm. Is that how you deal with anyone who disagrees with you? Rewire them. Oh, no. This is how we deal with sociopaths and misfits. I've been in your ward. You haven't exactly cured those people. Unfortunately, the remapping isn't always 100% effective, but those who don't fully recover are well taken care of, unlike yourself. You don't know anything about me. Hmm, let's see. You infiltrated this facility. You assumed a false identity. Obviously, you're some kind of spy or worse, some free-thinking terrorist. We're just lucky we caught you in time before you could do any more damage. She said you're even worse. A free-thinking terrorist. Mm. A free-thinking terrorist. Because you think for yourself. This- because you think for us, you are a terrorist. I mean, it, it, that shit ain't far off. Oh, we already right there now. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're literally saying you think other than you are a detriment to society. Because you won't, you won't go along. We won't go along. So you are. She said you are. Indiv- what she say? An individual thinking terrorist. <laughs> she said. <laughs> <laughs> that was so heavy. Yeah. Thinking terrorist. Right. Just because we caught you in time before you could do anything isn't always one hundred percent effective. But those who don't fully recover are well taken care of. Unlike yourself. You don't know anything about me. Let's see. You infiltrated this facility. You assumed a false identity. Obviously, you're some kind of spy or worse, some free-thinking terrorist. You're just lucky we caught you in time before you could do any more damage. Sounds like this world could use more people like me. Spoken like a true individualist. The fewer of you there are, the better off we are. Spoken like a true individualist. And you mean mm-hmm. to tell me this is not the language that you hear from people out here today? You're individualist. You won't do what's good for the greater good, for the collective. You're individualist. Rugged mm-hmm. individualism is they want to outlaw it. And this is what makes me mad because this is where Nubians fall into the trap of it. Nubians have been conditioned or trained through 
all right? We, we, we read the color of communism. We've seen how they infiltrated many, many years ago. So to teach the, the collectivism thought, to get niggas already on that train, okay? Reared in um, Chairman's mouth, little red book. So it was, it was easy to um, to get the new Benet to to fall under that guise. You know what I'm saying? Um, in a way that's mm-hmm. not productive for us. It's one thing Correct. to be like we we you know um, do for self and um, you know circulate, have creating community. You know what I'm saying? That's different than literally saying that um, individualism, yeah, that's that's a big difference. And um, but that, like I'm saying, just that train of thought was it was easy to to bring niggas in on it, and now you having it spewed today um, throughout this whole situation. Individuals yeah, are, not, um, are frowned upon. What's up, Doc? Go yeah. ahead. Folks who folks who don't do their own research, like like um, like Mr. Mr. Allen. Lowry. Right. Lowry does his research. People, there are people uh, who are who are, who accept everything as it's given to them right. or fed to them, and they don't do their own research and check it out for themselves. Right. Right. That's and it's fun. much easier because I can see like this whole trust the expert doc and doctor fire, and they just rolling anybody out in front of you, and we're taking these people. To be the absolute word of gospel, and then when you go pick up a book and anybody, like if you read a book and you just have genuine interest in learning, just because you like to read and you like to learn, that shit start opening up. Yep. Like and the, then you the don't get stuck on. Yeah, you don't start repeating the narrative. You don't start repeating the the, the same script that the news reporters gave everybody else you right. actually went and checked it out for yourself and realized they 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 were off somewhere they they, they made a mistake they overlooked <laughs> something they left something out and you can't repeat what what you just heard on the news um because it, it, it wasn't all wise right and exact at all <laughs> they are deliberately <laughs> and it's not hard to understand some of this i think uh black folks get intimidated because, see, we had let them sell us on this expert thing. Now, you know, educational attainment is a wonderful thing. I encourage everybody to get it. But that doesn't define your capacity as, uh, uh, as, as, as a human in our species. Like, there's nothing stopping somebody, and I do it all the time, go right over to Howard University used bookstore. That's how this, this this biology thing opened up. I went and bought a goddamn biology textbook from the used bookstore at Howard University because I'm in D.C. And then mm-hmm. I started reading the textbook. Then I noticed the textbooks was then referring to studies themselves. So then you start linking up and looking at it. The, then you start seeing the studies. They go back to individuals. Then you go to these individuals, and then that's when it really opened up, really. And it just keeps going from there to there to there. But I think people are intimidated in reading. But if you take your time to read on a consistent basis, some of these things that we think we cannot understand becomes real fucking easy to understand. 
No doubt about it. No like, doubt about if, it. If was, you shoot people listening. with cow pus and horse grease, they're going to die of something <laughs> because you shot them with cow pus and horse grease. Right? Man, it look, gets that I was, simple. I was listening. No doubt. I was listening to um, <laughs> Judy Michaelvitz one time. She was speaking. She was with another doctor, and they was talking that, you know, that epidemiologist biology talk. When I first listened to them, I listened for an hour. I could not follow them. I kept listening to it. I listened to it like three or four times. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know what I'm saying, the synapses start clicking. They start coming together. It's, it was weird. At first when I listened, it was like I was listening to a foreign language. I couldn't mm-hmm. kind of really catch what they were saying. But as I kept hearing over and over, then I, I had a level of understanding. I, I wasn't over it yet, but I could start understanding what the conversation was about. You know, and he's talking about, you know, nanoparts and lip toys yeah. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it was, and that was weird. So you, you're right. It's like um, if you just take the time, you'll be yeah. surprised because yeah. you, your brain is asking for it. Our brains right. are asking for that level of stimulation. Right. And remember. you just kind of get mm-hmm. to pick it all apart and, and, and kind of, you know, um, understand it a little at a time based on yeah. your own knowledge. And yeah. then, it, of course, after a couple times, it starts to make sense to be able to piece it together. Right. Oh, man, yeah. you can piece that's, that up. Right it ain't rocket scientists at all. No, right? no. You can't be giving people goddamn acid into their fucking nucleus and think that that shit is going to come out with anything that we call beneficial. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. And that's what they're doing. Like these people, uh, they lost it. Uh, but I think it's, it's, it's intentional. But I do agree with you now. If you do it over and over again. I can't even say RNA no more. You see what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying Robo and Craig Right. There it is. That's, that's another that's level. that's what it is. Yeah. But, but see, this white Ruby man, toy nuclear the, the same deception <laughs> plays itself all the way through. When he gave us that white man and said that was the S-O-N, Blocking us mm. from that source energy ball and put himself mm. in between it and then gave us him as the source mm. instead of pointing us to the source itself. That's the same game being ran. Play today. They, oh, no doubt. Today, I give you Fauci. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. I give you this yes. person. And they are the yes. experts. Mm-hmm. They act so we go right. to them, and like Doc said, we never take the time to say, "Hold on, let me go with behind what Doctor Fauci saying." And then if you go behind what Doctor Fauci saying, you come to a realization real quick. That white man this is demented. This motherfucker lying. That motherfucker's <laughs> lying. That's what you're gonna come to. <laughs> That's exactly what you're going to come to, right? He's a lying. He's a lying crook. Everybody down there with him, you know. And he see, he's getting frustrated. 
It's just like this with the Natalia. Y'all have plenty of stories to tell his stories. They are getting frustrated. Because what he's trying to do, he can't. Huh? Hmm. He can't do it. Yeah, he ain't hiding all this shit coming out. I be hiding too now. (laughs) (laughs) I be hiding too. Man, he done made people do all this stuff, man. And not only that, it's not only us that's mad. And Doc, I tell you, you got millions and millions of doctors who's pissed off because, see, they're oh, working yeah. under the gun. Oh, plenty of caretakers. Oh, they man. don't want to do oh, this yet. Yeah. But they've been yeah. threatened. That's right. So they Big don't want to do this Cold. yet. Every time somebody come in there, they're like, mm, well, you'll be all right. <laughs> I don't think this is benign. <laughs> and them doctors know goddamn well what that lymph node means when it starts swelling yeah. up in that woman's breast. Yeah. He knows what it means. Yeah. He knows what's yeah. causing those irregular uh menstrual cycles that's coming out all types cool. of colors and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, a, that's the benefit of uh of, of we're gonna uh send you to a specialist. You know? We're gonna <laughs> right. Go. Right. <laughs> right. I'm not going to tell you exactly what's going on right now, but uh, we're going to see somebody who can narrow it down for you. Mm-hmm. Right. Let, let me write you this recommendation to the specialist. You write yeah. That. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the oncologist or the, or the gynecologist mm-hmm. or, or the hematologist. <laughs> you need to go yeah. to a specialist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Cool. And when it came to those, when it came to those, on the under though, on the under they 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 quietly admitted that um yeah that shit makes these women cycle irregular and then said well we don't have enough uh, data to uh, Mm -hmm. actually know if it's going to have any long term effect but you but you but you told the women you told the women they it was okay. Well, for the life-threatening things that that happen to them, you know, we actually have to be on top of it, or the patient right. may not survive. And that's those um, pulmonary <laughs> embolisms, and um, mm. and the and the deep vein thrombosis. Those are right. those are starting to become more common, and and mm. now we just have to look for it automatically, re- regardless. Wow. You know, once we get the history. Oh, you 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 had the vaccine, or you you had you had the illness, or um, and not, now you're having trouble breathing. Okay, we're gonna check you and make sure you don't have a a clot in your lung. A clot. We have to do it automatically mm-hmm. now. Mm. And as time goes on, there's an increase. Heart attacks, all all kinds of mm. different things. Yeah. What, what, what did Doctor Shine say? We have to identify right away and do something about it. So they tell you to look for the clotting right off the top. Well, we just from experience now. Yeah. The mm-hmm. history goes along with the with the with the presentation. Right. You see I about four saying. or five of them, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you start looking for it in everybody. Because mm. there got to be a blockage wow. that's causing that pressure somewhere. Yeah. Damn. Hey. What yeah. Doctor Sean say? He said all of his, he said all <laughs> you of you are die. clotting. He said you're all clotting, yeah. clotting from even from a microscopic 
microscopic yes. level. Yeah, on a microscopic yeah. level, yes. They're, they're the tiny blood vessels, and they're the bigger blood vessels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, what is it? The T-dimer, D-timer, T-dimer. The D-dimer. D-dimer. We used to hate that test. You know, that, that used to be one of the tests that we hated to order years ago. Why is that? Because... Because it was always, it's one of those tests that's highly, um, um, uh, uh, I guess, highly specific, but not very sensitive. You know, in 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 in, in the um, you know epidemiologic uh, jargon, you know, it's it's one of those mm-hmm. tests where you know if it's positive run the person to the scanner to see if they got a clot, and most of the times they don't. Um, but right. it could be negative. Yeah, right. If, but if it's negative, you know they home free. That's the that's the one thing about it. If if it, if that test comes back negative, you know the person is going to be all right. No, you don't have to yeah. you don't have to think about doing any other tests. But if if they come back okay. positive, you automatically have to run a test on them to see if they got a deep vein thrombosis or if they've got a pulmonary embolism. And um, and and um, most of the times they would always come back after getting the test done, you know, after getting the screen positive screen and then getting the the scan and the ultrasound done on the leg, and they, they most of the times they would come back negative. But um, mm-hmm. uh, but when they did um, come back when the when the screen was negative, we didn't have to bother running any tests on them further. We knew that um, so- that person was going to be all right. So, but, so my question, you know, they, let me, you know, let me ask you this: Get mad at us for running all the scans, and because you know they're expensive, and um, right. and and they were just, you know, the, the our our excuse was always that, well, you know, we couldn't be missing somebody with a pulmonary embolism. But now, you know, actually, they, when they when we get positive ones, more of them are coming back positive for the uh, pulmonary embolism than the deep vein thrombosis. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's the that's the go to screen. The deep. That's the go to screen. So. Are so are you are are there being more of those D dimer um, tests? Are they are they running it more or? Oh, we, we I think we are running it more. I know I'm ordering it more, and, and yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, and okay. I think everybody else is too. Um, sometimes the person looks so sick we don't even bother running the the D dimer and we just send them straight to the scanner. Mm. Um, but um, wow. but yeah yeah I I know I'm ordering it more and um and and other other people are ordering it automatic automatically mm. now in the age of COVID every, everybody gets a D dimer basically when they come in with shortness of breath chest pain or fainting or um you know a whole a whole lot of other things fast heart rate yeah. things things little simple mm-hmm. uh, um, clues like that. Well, let's get a D dimer on and make sure it's not a pulmonary embolism. Motherfucker. Man. Yeah. Doc, what they're so trying sad, to accomplish, they are not going to be able to do based on the premise of the science that they are using. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to be able to do that shit. It's not going to happen. Period. What in particular? What what specifically are they trying because to do? Because like when I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the relationship in our chromosomic uh, assets, oh yeah, our building blocks, 
as it, mm-hmm. it 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 appears to me, any change to what's coming out of this nucleus can cause a total chain reaction, right? Mm-hmm. So every time you put something in it, you can't account for that chain reaction because it's in the nucleus. Yes. You can't account and for something that's a, in that nucleus. Uh, something I saw the other day, you know they're doing the CRISPR, right? You, you've seen the, you've heard yes. of the mm-hmm. CRISPR. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. That's yes. similar. The chain. Very uh-huh. similar where they, they replace, a, you know, a, a DNA, a portion of a DNA molecule with a uh, with with a, a, a new um, row of um, DNA um, <laughs> molecules to make a change in in the uh, in the person. They just had a, a patient being interviewed on the. I was listening to NPR yesterday. A sickle cell patient. She yes. she they she they tested her with a CRISPR um, um, uh, uh, protocol, and um, and and a year later, this was the interview was in 1919. I mean 2019. And they interviewed her just recently, and she said she's not having any more sickle cell attacks by using now, CRISPR. It's it changed her. Now, 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 changed the DNA. It changed her. Now that's interesting because you talk about a um, sickle cell. Now that, right. that that got me thinking. I was thinking about this the other night because I was I was um, told and tested and said that I have hemoglobin hemoglobin C disease, and that's when your um, amino acid chain literally mm-hmm. mutates on its own, like mm-hmm. mutates, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and spontaneous only, mutation, yeah. Yeah, and it's only found in people who have sickle cell or traces of sickle cell. Now, in the hemoglobin feed people, they say you have, the, have a trait of sickle cell, but it does not... Um, it's like not there. It's like asymptomatic, if I had to put it like that. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like not yeah, active. Yeah. Right. It's not active. Both of the yeah. both of the chromosomes, both of your sex chromosomes, um, only one of them has the, the sickle cell code for the sickle cell gene. The other one codes for the normal hemoglobin. Right. And so that's interesting that you said that they were removed. The CRISPR is to remove mm-hmm. it. And it replaces that that um, group of um, of DNA molecules mm-hmm. that code for that particular amino acid in the um, in in sickle cell, um, the valine um, um, mm-hmm. the, the valine uh, amino acid, and it, it codes for mm-hmm. the, the right amino acid. Um, <laughs> now, so did that lady say it, she was one hundred percent healthy? She or she, did she say I don't have sickle cell? She said she has not had an attack, hasn't had to go to the hospital anymore. Her family is, is for two years now, and her family is so happy. You know, she's still being monitored and all that, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a, a matter of waiting to see what, what happens from here. But that's what they did. They used the CRISPR um, technique. That's a clustered, um, repetitive um, sequence of um, – that that P word is a is a big word that means a group of um, molecules. Um, mm-hmm. For um, uh, R is something else. Anyway, but it's called CRISPR. C R S P R. If you pull that up, C R S P R. Yeah, that's what people yeah. should be investing in, right? Because that's where all of this is headed to. 
That's right. That would yeah, be the it, answer, it though, a, really, actually. Yeah, it takes out that uh, sequence of um, of DNA mm-hmm. molecules or, or RNA molecules and and um, and changes it um, throughout all the cells in the body. Very mm-hmm. similar That's to what that mRNA thing was, um, mm-hmm. it, 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 the way it's, it, 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 it acts. Messenger RNA is similar. It's because it's similar wild. to messenger RNA. That's that's in, that's involved in CRISPR. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! Yeah, now, tell and, her. And the, the tell her in five years, Doc, and let me know how that shit goes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> because your 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 molecule, your 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 base chromosome. They come as a string, or do they come like individually, and then they get together and string up? Well, they start in the in the nucleus, right? Mm-hmm. And they and they are they not really in a string, you know. They they kind of you know because of the uh, the, the the molecular bonds, they mm-hmm. they kind of a t- twisting type of uh, uh, mechanism right. or or formation, and you know that's what the um, um, the um, uh, uh, double helix was all about. You know, the double helix that that means on one. You know, there are two strands of um, of um, DNA molecules um, that are bound together based on you know whether it's a, a, um, a adenosine or or um, um, thymine or um, uh, guanine um, and um, cytosine. Mm-hmm. That's that's for DNA, yeah. and of course you're you're still in place of um, cytosine when you're using the um, uh, uh, RNA. But um, the, those molecules, the AT, have to match up. The, the, the adenosine <laughs> and, the, and the thymine match up, and the guanine and the cytosine match up, and that's all the way throughout the um, DNA molecule. And you get what looks wow. like a almost a snaking type of. Um, Formation. That's what the uh, caduce basically was patterned after, with the snakes that wrap okay. around each other on the stick. Yeah. That's the, that's taken from the del- yeah. double helix formation of the DNA molecule. Right. So yeah. when the DNA spits it out, right, and the RNA you takes the, over, takes it out. The, the, the so RNA it comes out. So when it comes out to the nucleus, it's one piece, right? I mean, so I know your double helix. Yeah, all of them are in the nucleus at, at once. The DNA is in the nucleus. It gives out a message to the RNA. The messenger RNA takes the message to a part of the cell that, that produces the protein, that produces the amino acid. Right. So, so I'm um, cutting a yeah, piece of that right there and putting my message in it, right? That's right. Yep, yep. Cutting a piece of that strand that the messenger RNA picked up to make a certain protein or amino acid and it turns into a it, it goes to give a message to produce a different amino acid. Tell right. the cell to produce and, a different And it's telling yeah. it to produce that pathogen. That's where it's exactly. telling it to produce <laughs> right. No, but when I'm yeah, getting so, that so at the at that point that entire message is reading as one message. It's read as one so message I'm, to um and, yes. So I'm clipping yes. a portion of that one message. And then certain mm-hmm. what I want into it, wouldn't that affect right. the right and the left side of that message that I clipped and inserted? Wouldn't it cause it, it some would, type of chain reaction? It, yeah, and it, it'll cause um, the, uh, the production of a different um, 
in most cases a different protein. Most of the times they're they're producing proteins. Hemoglobin is a is a protein. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. So that's that's what what sickle cell is based on the, the hemoglobin being um, um, uh, off by that one valine amino acid. But um, the um, it it causes you to produce uh, a different protein all all together See, that's or my different question. product. See that's that's yeah. why always my question about the hemoglobin C shit. I when, back in the day when I found out, and I, it changed when I um, was carrying adenine. That's that's when you know they said mm. this this change. I, I always they could never really explain what the fuck it was, and every time I read up on it. Um, you know what I'm saying? It, it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense because they um, it doesn't talk about why it happens. What's the cause? Well, they, that's it? why they call it. That's why they call it a spontaneous um, mm. Uh, mm. change. Uh, yeah, they call it spontaneous. Not you know no no um, mm. mechanism explained as to why or how it happened. A spontaneous well, I, spontaneous um, uh, genetic, genetic let me, change. Let me pick your brain real quick. On this doc, since I, I got you online, and, and um, and this is real, just real quick, it it reads like this: Hemoglobin C is a structural variant of normal hemoglobin A, caused by an amino acid substitution of line linosine for glutamic acid, glycine, yeah, yeah, glutamic acid. Yeah, L Y S I N E, lysine. Lysine, mm-hmm. that's right. For it says yes. substitution for lysine for glutamic acid at position mm-hmm. six of the beta <laughs> hemoglobin <laughs> chain. Right. <laughs> Very good. I, so you, yeah, that's good. You, you, that's what happens with sickle cell. The, the valine is 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 put in that position instead of the um, lysine. As, as in, hmm. in, in exchange for the glutamic acid. Now, where does that happen? Does that happen in the nucleus or in the expression of the That's protein? It, it, it yeah. happens. Hmm. In the, it has to happen in the nucleus, and um, and that's go. that's that's the center of the, you know, the the center of the of, of reproduction, and um, now and, is it possible? Cell production. Now, is it possible? That something else that's totally unrelated to sickle cell, I go to a doctor, or it may be something mm-hmm. I'm eating, but let's just use a doctor for ease of understanding. I go to a doctor, I get, you know, here, take this, you'll be all right, right? So is yeah. it possible that something that I introduced into my body, as my body, as we're now figuring out reverse transcript day or something like that, that's something that naturally happens, right? So I'm introducing something into my body. And then it's going back around in that circle. That circle then, you know, is going to produce uh, uh, another sequence with the nucleus in it. Can I change my um, – would that cause the substitution of that particular – can it cause that substitution of that comp- particular combination? It, it so if, if, if – yeah, it has to happen in in um, the in the nucleus, and it has to be something that can can actually get into that nucleus. And in most cases, what's been used is viruses, mm-hmm. because they're small enough to to get into a cell, to into a human cell, 
and and um, trade material with the nucleus the way HIV works, mm. re- reverse transfer. Wow, yes. wow there, there it is. is. There it is. Always right. Mm-hmm. I, and then and the thing that always tripped me out is like I said for one I like back then I asked me because they didn't know and um, I have no no sickle cell anemia though. You know, I have I don't have it, but then they right. said yes. that. Yeah, and then they said, well, the good thing that comes out of this is that you are resistant. I'm resistant to malaria. Yes. And so, and I'm like, <laughs> if it, if, 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 I'm like, if you know <laughs> that, then how the fuck? How the fuck y'all don't know how how it how it occurs, but you can definitely say that you're resistant. I'm resistant to malaria. Like it just didn't make any sense when I was asking the questions. It's like, I don't know. Well, well, it doesn't. I was just wondering. That was the. No, it just had me thinking one night. It had me thinking one night. Like, what else am I uh, resistant against? So, in other words, Doc. We've been playing around with people's damn genome for eons. Yeah. 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 For some shit to be right. spontaneous changing is, is just the weirdest shit I've ever heard. No, because based yeah. on his explanation, in order for sickle mm-hmm. cell to develop at some point in time, maybe, I don't know, we mm-hmm. were still in the jungle or something and accidentally was fighting with a lion and a lion pierced us and he had some shit on his uh, fingernail. Mm-hmm. They got mixed, right? And it had a virus that could penetrate, and they caused well, that the, particular. One of, cases, yeah, one of the first cases in the United States, 1911, was, was a Caucasian. Sickle cell. Well, that's back when they were shooting them people with all that crazy shit. Yeah, 1911. Yeah, that was yeah. about around that time was when um, it was actually first um, explained or described. Um, this doctor had a patient with with sickle cell um, um, formation of of the cells of the red red blood cells, a sickle for, formation of the red blood cells. And that was um, yeah, back in the early. 1900s. That was what the smallpox back nineteen eleven, right? Uh, oh well, let's see what happened in nineteen eleven. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, not sure what was going on there because the. Um, because the uh, plague or the outbreak or the what was the Spanish flu was um, that might have 1918. Been 18. That was 1918. 